No, nah, like <clears throat> the number keep turning, you know, every single time. Yeah. Um, keep on turning. Dang, now nah, I wish I knew the <laughs> Yeah, the song. I know. Something something keep, keep on, on burning. burning. Rolling <laughs> 60. Ro- <laughs> no, no, no. Nah, that's crazy. <laughs> nah, just <laughs> Rolling 60s on the gospel song. That's funny. No, all right. Now that I'm already here talking about uh Tina Turner and we was just singing the song. I had a conversation last night about actors. When you see them, they are only that one character, right? <clears throat> um, Lawrence Hilton Jacobs was the one that I was talking about. When I see Lawrence Hilton Jacobs, that is Joe Jackson from the Jackson's American Dream. That he he can't be anything else. I know he was in Cooley High. He was Cochise and it. That is Joe Jackson. I don't even think of Joe Jackson when I see Joe Jackson. I think of the nigga that played him in Jackson American Dream. Lawrence Fishburne. You were the granddad in Blackish. Nope. Um, you were the professor in higher learning. No. I'll give it to him on a dual role because he he crossed over and he was Morpheus in the Matrix. However, in our culture, Lawrence Fishburne, you're Ike Turner. Every time we see you. You'll you, never be you, you missing one. There's a big one. Which one? Boys in the Hood. Oh, my mom said Trace that too. Dad. She was like, when I think of him, I do think of Ike Turner. She was like, same, I think of same. Furious Styles too. Same, same, same. Yeah. That nigga's Ike. <laughs> but the thing about it, this is how you know he's Ike. When you think of Ike Turner, you don't niggas might not even know Ike Turner's real face. You think of Lawrence Fishburne's, mm-hmm. correct? What the fuck does Ike Turner look like? Who I mean, knows? I mean, I know right, because, right. I mean, but... But who knows? When I think first, I think Lawrence Fishburne. Sorry, a little actor talked again. Really? <clears throat> he just played the, the role so well. Makes Abs- sense. Absolutely. Like, you think women are, like, actually afraid to date him back then? Probably. It's a lot of... You Blair. Know, yeah, Blair Underwood. Trying to say Blair yes, Underwood. sir. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Blair Underwood is yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Um, Old boy from Diary of a Mad Black Woman. Yeah, I don't know the name, but I know his face. Big, big head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> there's, there's quite a few. The, the oldest one from the wood. You know, with the, with the bald head and the beard. Oh yeah. From what he did in uh, <laughs> why did I get married? Right, right. No, just, just a few. When you see him, you know they beat. <clears throat> Richard T. Jones. That's his name. Slim. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, for sure. Did you pull up actors that beat? No, I was I was confirming, bro, that you said. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay. Richard T. Jones. Okay. <laughs> Niggas that beat is a crazy Google search. Niggas that beat in <laughs> movies. I bet if you type that, like, if you type that in, Blair Underwood is number one. Like, just put in <laughs> "niggas that beat in movies." I gotta say, the woman. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Because that's yeah, beat is oh, too yeah, generic. yeah, yeah. You about to pull up XXX I just, films? I say, just beat is way too generic. You know what I'm saying? That's crazy. <laughs> Niggas that beat in movies. Yeah, that's pause. That's pause worthy. Right, exactly. That's why I said, hold on, we gotta add something to that. It don't say anybody, man. We got images? We, no, we got to be more specific. It bring up like the Mac, oh, things like okay. that. Yeah. The only other person I'm thinking we forgot is maybe Michael Ely for Color Women. Remember he dropped them babies out the window? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sick, man. Are you ready to get going, though? Let's do it, man. Let's get to the pod. 263, episode 263 of the Rise and Grind podcast. Let's get it, man. Big music week. 
Roll me a blunt, sit back and meditate. Them niggas lightweight, we heavyweight. Another time, but it's time to celebrate. Put that white cutty on my wrist, but just no black line matter. Black she told me when she get hit from the back, she noticed her ass get fatter. Came from the bottom, not talking the grass, I came from the dirt and the gravel. Okay. Pull up, I bought with a stack. She got a chrome on shadow. Chrome. I made it in the day, thank God it's time to celebrate. Thank God. Talking that heavyweight, can't fuck with niggas, they featherweight. She keep trying to play patty cake, I told her, hold look at my paddock face. Oh, niggas don't get no handshake, get hot shells, sticking with the gang, okay? Patty cake, like it's third grade, I went and bulletproof the escalate. Mask on me like a masquerade. I shoot him like a clip of fuck a fade. Wow. Me and Tate pop out like a date. Tate. Cause we go together anyway. I'm confused, sticking like glue. Phew. It's some dogs running on the loose. Roof. Nigga sweet, sugar shame. No, I won't tell another nigga name. Who is buddy? What a name? Huh? No, he not part of the game. Nah. My young niggas, I catch a stain. Dang. And no, he not leaving no stain. No. Quiver like Steph with the three. Splash. Hunt you like dirt in the pain. You feel like dirt Shout in the pain? Dirt. Nah. I fit a cup up with drink. Put this shit down, I can't. Maybe one day, but today, not today. No. We got power to break. Back in, coming in all kind of ways. Yeah. I'ma stack it up, then throw it in the safe. Can't dismiss, can't get my cake. Uh. I put that white cutie on my wrist, but just no black line matter. Black line, black line. She told me when she get hit from the back, she noticed her ass get fatter. Came from the bottom, not talking the grass. I came from the dirt and the gravel. Dirt. Pull up, I bought with a stallion. Yeah. How about she got a chrome on saddle? I made it in the day. Thank God it's time to celebrate. Man. Thank God. Yeah, man. Thank God we back in the building. It's episode 263 of the Rising Ground Podcast. Your boy, Roderick. I'm Jakari, man. We back in the building. It's another Monday. I've had a lot of rest this weekend. Oh, yeah? I'm not as tired as I've been in the last couple of pods. I feel fucking good. Oh, like, yeah? I feel great today, Corey. I'm glad. What's up? What's going on? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> you, had to you had to shoot some niggas? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I shot some niggas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's, what's up, though, man? <clears throat> Tell me how your weekend was. Why you feeling good? What's going on with you, dog? Usually over the weekend, there's a lot to do. Um, and we were busy even over the weekend. We took care of some pie business. You guys will see that in the coming weeks. But <clears throat> I was able to go back home after a lot, sleep, relax. Like, I'm not waking up in the middle of the night. I might be going to sleep. All right, this is the thing. I've been I've been saying, yo, fuck what everybody else is doing on Thursday, Friday, Saturday night type shit. And because I've been so tired, I'm going to sleep at like 9 or 10 o'clock. I usually am a, a 1, 2, 3 a.m. type of nigga. And then I'm back up around 6 or 7 because that's just how life works for me. I'm going to sleep at like 10. I'm sleeping through the night. Like That's beautiful. Yeah, I know. Like I, What I'm saying probably sounds so ordinary for a lot of people, but... Nah, I don't usually get that much sleep. That nah, shit yeah, felt sure. amazing. I feel re-energized as fuck. I just don't have the time to get that much sleep. Yeah, same. Um, School must be beating your ass the past week. Man, That's why. beating the shit out of <laughs> That's me, why man. You're sleeping like School that. is whooping my ass. Yeah, I have no choice but to sleep. <laughs> right. And I'm not like, I'm usually a nap guy too. I'll go home, get off like four or five, take a nap, wake up around nine. Then I'm up until one, two, three. That's why I'm up like that. But, um... I'm not getting home from work until like six or seven because I have so much shit to do, even though I'm going in at seven. Um, <clears throat> not taking a nap. I'm eating, showering, taking my ass right to bed. They still got you on uh, cart duty or whatever outside? My nigga, <laughs> it is fucking hot. To yeah, answer yeah, your yeah. question, yes, for the entire year, I believe, or what? at least for the semester, at least for the semester, 
I will be on I will be on outside dismissal duty um, punching in numbers to make sure the kids come outside when their parents arrive but this week we reached 110 degrees and for people outside of Texas because niggas in Texas know about the heat versus the heat index when it's 110 the heat index which is the feels like feels like it's 121 degrees outside so we sitting outside in that it's it's 8 a.m 9 a.m the staff is already coming around to my door passing me water bottle after water bottle telling me to be hydrated for after school today oh i swear to god do you need this they're passing me hats sombreros all kinds of you need this you need this (laughs) i'm having to go home during lunch because i have to be presentable for work um and not every day i want to wear a polo I'll have long sleeve shit on. I have to go home during lunch, even though I live really close, grab T-shirts, grab this, that, um, and I'll just put on a T-shirt and the the neon vest that, you know, people have outside to direct traffic. Yeah. Fuck, it is hot. Just start packing it with you. That way you ain't got to shoot back to the crib unless you want to, you know, that'll make it easier for you. Um, The reason why I, I go back or I leave... When I stay around during my lunch break, even if I close my door, like I don't need, I don't know what these niggas think I'm made of. Titanium? They think I'm fucking bionic? <laughs> these niggas call me. I get it. Persistent principal type of shit. They call me for everything. They call me more than they call the fucking principal. Um, so when I'm on lunch, I just hear. I just got to act like I'm not in there. Mr. Taylor, Mr. Taylor, Mr. I'll have, Taylor. I have a fucking sign on the door, Car. that switches between in office, in a meeting, out of office, gone to lunch. I will have the shit on there that lets niggas know I'm not the... <laughs> Mr. Taylor, Mr. Taylor, Mr. Go Taylor. Go the fuck away. Go away. We know you in there, man. I got an email during pre-production, Kari. <laughs> I got two parent emails on Saturday. That just would come with it, my dog. No, I know. I know. But, like, do y'all niggas think y'all getting a response before Monday morning? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I I don't care if y'all are listening right now. (laughs) It's not happening. (laughs) Two things I want to say about the heat. The reason why I asked that question, that could also be another reason why. I'm angry as fuck? Yes. Oh. No, but why you're getting home and you're exhausted. And you just want to go to sleep and lay down because that sun will beat your ass. It's good to take some vitamin C in, but... That after, shit will beat your ass. After this a while. Heat, no, this heat, you can't take too much of this in. This, this, this shit this, probably this, ain't producing vitamin I was going to say, this ain't producing shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's but, not giving you tension. anything. <laughs> tension. That's it. Anger, man- <laughs> anger management uh, that is trips. It. That is it, man. Man. That is it. This shit make you want to go see your counselor. It's ridiculous, man. So you, you said the heat index. One last thing I wanted to say. I was out this weekend as well. I'm going to get to my weekend in a second when you finish. But I was out. Came back to my car in the parking lot, started it up. The temperature read 124. In the car? In the car. Dog. Fuck no. That's the type of shit, bro. I got to go back inside wherever the hell I was and let this car cool down. You know how in the winter you let your car warm up? In Texas, we have to let our car cool down. That's fucking crazy. I mean, you don't have to let it cool down to drive it on the the temperature scale, but... um. You have to let the AC cool down before you sit in that, like sitting it. Especially if you one of those Mercedes Benz leather seat niggas, Lexus BMW leather seat niggas. The luxury. Y'all love that shit in the winter because you press that little heat button and come right on. In the summer, you niggas 
dead. Remember, I told you though they got they got the cool seats now. Okay, <laughs> the newer models. Yeah, I was gonna say if you drive one of them newer models, that shit got to probably be EV. They got, <laughs> nah, nah, nah. they got both though. You you had the option to choose between hot or cold. That's what's up. That's what's yeah, up yeah. because they must have just implemented that in the last five to seven, maybe. Maybe so. Unless you yeah. were one of the, or him, not one of them. You had to be him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Only him. The, <laughs> only him was getting yeah. them. Only him of these got those. <laughs> <laughs> only him was getting them. Mm, yes, sir. Only yep. him. Yep, yep, yep. <clears throat> if but, you don't got it, you can't get it. Yep. Back to your week, though. I didn't mean to, you know, really take over there. Go ahead and finish off. No, nah, that, that pretty much capped out the work week. We got to Saturday. Like I said, we had pod business to handle after we left the pod business. Um, Thursday was my nephew's fourth birthday. Yes, so. sir. We had to do the Chuck E. Cheese type of thing on hey, Saturday. Man, you already know. That's classic. Yeah, man. That's it's, classic. It's right classic. There. And I think I said this before on the pod. It's even more classic that I'm taking my nephew to the exact same Chuck E. Cheese that I grew up going the to. The location, yeah. I think yeah, we yeah, did yeah. talk about that before. Same shit in the same spots, except for, you know, they don't have a ball pit anymore because that's a fucking hazard. Um, yeah. They still got the shoe, the basketball shoe. Chuck, oh, my. Chuck E. Cheese's shoe. Dog. Wait, wait. His shoe. Is that what it used it's, to be? It's made out of his shoe. No, not anymore. No. It's just yeah. a basketball goal. Okay, for sure. For sure. Um, they even took out do you remember the band that used to be up at the front? Yeah, they used the to little scare sc- kids. I was gonna say the <laughs> scary motherfuckers up front. <laughs> yeah. It never really scared me, which is how I knew I was a dark fuck from the beginning. Um, I used to get right up on it. I I'd go climb up on that <laughs> shit and go yeah, touch you, that nigga's nose. Yeah, you was crazy. Yes, sir. I was yeah. a wild one. Yeah. <laughs> I think mama knew right then and there. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. She was like, oh, this yeah. boy gonna be a problem. She was like, damn it, I was by the microwave. <laughs> right, right, right. She's like, yo, daddy told me not to stand by, but I just wouldn't listen. Mm-hmm. But I just I, I knew the food was about to be ready. Right, right. I, I was hungry and shit. Yeah, you know? I was hungry and the food I needed hot. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not, it makes sense. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, yep. mamas, just wait until the food is done. Just wait a minute. Get yep. away from the microwave uh, before you make a star. <laughs> um, That's funny, man. No, but uh, that pretty much wrapped everything up. Saturday, um, great day. Um, Chuck E. Cheese, one more question. Do they still have the car that you sit in to take the picture? I have pictures glued to my nightstand of my nephew in that exact car yes ah, I love but that. they're amped up they're laminated now okay yeah well, ours used to be on like paper and shit i think yeah um and it was black and white sometime yeah i, I think like it was black and white right. they still have yeah. the little bicycle that when you go up it takes ah, you up in the air yeah, yeah, yeah. i found out now that i'm not a kid anymore it goes up in the air whether you spent like whether you pedal or not oh I ruined it for Wow. Fucking, why, why the fuck did you just tell me that? Fucking ruined it, Corey. I, I never even thought about that till now. Like, obviously, duh. My that nephew, makes sense. My nephew's not big enough. <laughs> to pedal. Yeah. Right. And I'm like, how the fuck this thing going up? <laughs> Ain't no fucking way, yeah, man. We as, thought we was pedaling. Yeah, that's why I said, as a kid, you're not thinking. You don't know. Yep. You know we're naive. Let me keep pedaling so this bitch don't go down. You just ruined my damn day. I know, bro. I probably ruined a lot of childhoods with that shit. Wow. Yeah, newsflash. Your leg pedaling power meant fuck shit. It's not up to par. To that bike. Yeah, yeah. You weren't doing shit. We weren't doing a damn thing. We doing anything. <laughs> and our parents knew that back then and didn't tell us. That is hilarious. <laughs> I had no idea. That's fucking crazy. No idea. I spent so many birth. I had so many birthdays. With a sheet over your head. You had no idea. <laughs> Walk- walking like a blind man. <sighs> That's crazy. Yep. I just walk around there now and I think about like looking at the games. We were so fucking amused by it. I'm like, damn, 
How about we sell it? Nigga, I was amused by some of the games. I'm not even going to lie. Like, I played Whack-A-Mole like four times. Shit, that's a classic. I was watching him play it. There's something about watching that game that makes <laughs> niggas want to do it. Yeah, it's because you're hitting something. Basketball? Yeah. You ha- Even as a grown man, I played basketball probably 14 times. I know you did. That's why I asked. And the good thing about Chuck E. Cheese nowadays, you don't have to use tokens. They got a card, don't they? And you get to swipe it by the time limit, unlimited. So like, it'd be like thirty dollars. You get a hundred unlimited minutes, and you could bring any kids you want, and just swipe, 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 swipe all over the fucking building for a hundred minutes, ninety minutes. Wow, it's cheap now. New it's age. Cheap. Yeah, it's cheap now. I'm not even gonna lie. Did you <clears throat> or did you not have pizza? Are you <laughs> fucking? I would have rather just picked the pizza up. And left, Corey. <laughs> right, 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 right. If you've never been, and if you're a kid, you had a shit childhood if you've never been to Chuck E. Cheese. Pizza Hut, Domino's, Papa John's, um, Mr. Jim's, Marco's, uh, whatever you want to name, Chuck E. Cheese pizza shits on all of them. Chuck E. Cheese pizza has to be the best pizza in the fucking game. <laughs> you better fucking believe I had Chuck E. Cheese pizza car. The cheese to, to marinara ratio is just perfect, yeah, nigga. That shit crazy, man. Crispy right on the bottom. The crust. Yep, yep. You fuck around, eat the crust, didn't even know. You wasn't eat, you didn't even know it was the crust. You thought that was still pizza. Got cheese on the crust, nigga. Yep, 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 yep. And I had wings. Oh, what? Yeah, you went stupid. Come on now. You had a great fucking day. My mom rich ass bought all that shit. <laughs> <laughs> It was my nephew's shit, so uh, yeah, it's so, our grandson. You know so, that. Uh, you know she's gonna spoil. You know grandparents ball out for their grand, uh, uh, their grandchildren. Absolutely, and he's the first. Absolutely, he gonna always get love. Man, my kids ain't gonna get shit. Nah, bro. Nah, they. She you don't. You the baby. She gonna do. Oh yeah, you're right. You're the you're only right, you're boy. Right. Channing's kids ain't getting shit. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Channing. We <laughs> <laughs> don't care about the middle child's kids. Come on now. Love you. <laughs> Love, since and she moved, we're gonna send y'all a card oh, up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A card and a gift card. <laughs> she good. Yes, sir. Send her Christmas pictures every year. Yeah, send them pictures from uh from junior down. <laughs> yeah. yep. We're gonna put them on the fridge. Yep, yep. <laughs> I got a clip this to send this to her ass. <laughs> Not getting shit, buddy. Neither of them kids. <clears throat> How was your weekend though? Now, uh, mine was long-winded. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, nah, that was that was great. Appreciate you sharing all that info. Absolutely. My weekend was was great, man. It was busy, productive as well, like you said. So Friday night after work, just relaxed. Saturday morning, we get up and handle business, like you said. After we finished that, first off, it was hot as hell. So I almost didn't even want to go and do anything else after that. Absolutely. So, man, That's how I felt. We, we, we were outside. But anyways, I had to summon up some energy. I said, Kari, get some work done today. Uh, so when we were done... I left the house. I went to the library. Okay. I just needed some peace and quiet. Needed to get it out the out the house. I do that nowadays. Yeah, bro. Sometimes I can't make it all the way over. Not that I can't. I don't want to go all the way over to Barnes and Noble. The local library's close. It's quiet. Man. Sometimes I can I can read in the house, but mm-hmm. it's being cramped in the house all the time. Yeah, so about what's this, twenty-three? Mm-hmm. About five years ago, like when I first graduated college and came back home, I used to go to the library almost every day, bro. Okay. And just sit. Like, it's just so quiet and peaceful. Sometimes you have a little noise and kids run through, especially now, like- but you can find an school. area. 
Yeah, there's so many different like study there's areas. There's pockets. You can find a Man, spot in that bro, library. I, yes. I love it. I love it. So it's dark lit. Like yeah, yeah. oh, I it's love perfect. the library, man. It's perfect. It's perfect. So um I wanted to get out. Like I said, it was just it was hot. I also had my carpet clean Saturday morning as well. Yes. So that was drying. So I was like, let me just get out there. Is house. bro like cool with the family? So he is LD Bell alumni. I knew he was alumni. Yeah, but shout out to Luke, man. HEB Carpet Cleaning. Kari's family, like now, nah, I appreciate Kari's family for this shit because it's also like spreading money through a black community. Y'all, when y'all like use your resources, you use family and friend resources first. Like yeah. I fuck with that. That's why I asked if he was like a family friend. Nah, man. So just <laughs> a guy that I met, but I like to build relationships with people like that, especially if they cool. Okay, and um. Obviously, we relate. He grew up in the same area, graduated from the same high school, mm-hmm. things like that. We know similar people, and I've used them multiple times. So, um, yeah, I always just try to give back to people like that if, I, if I'm if i cool with them, whether or not it's family, friends, like you said. But uh, that's another reason why I said why well, I wanted to get out the house, went to the library, got some pie work done. After that, that's when I came back to my car being 125, <laughs> which is just insane. Damn near pissed me off. But then... Once I was done with that, shout out to my people crib. Went to go kick it with them for we, a little bit. Can I stop you just for a second before you go over to your people's crib? I sat and thought about this, and I have to ask you because it has to be. This has got to be the hottest summer of my entire life. I can say I agree. I've, I've been around the sun 26 times. You as well. Yeah, we and we didn't see some droughts. We've seen some droughts, and we've we felt droughts. some heat. Yeah, yeah, for sure. This has to be the hottest summer of our entire lives. This is up there, without a doubt, dog. I can't think of a summer I've ever been fucking hotter than. The moment you step outside, you can't even get cool in the car mm-hmm. with your AC on. Mm-hmm. Now I know there were times where we've had consecutive days of a hundred degree weather, but we're touching one hundred five, one hundred ten. With these records this year. We're so touching that's 107 different. every fucking day. That's different. I will say that is completely different. I know we have never felt that, or at least since we've been here, have never felt that happen back to back to back to back to back. You know what I mean? And we were expecting a light summer coming off of the brisk winter that we had. Fuck! This fall and winter going to be cold as shit. I, I, I love hope, a cold winter. I hope. I love a I'm cold winter. I'm expecting it to be because this summer has just been absolutely ridiculous. But coming off of this summer, man, it's hard to think about a windy fall. When the fuck is it going to ease back from this? Man, we're going to go into late. It's not going to be to October. I was thinking like, yeah. September going to still be hot as shit, dude. September is usually like the late September part is when it starts to get a little bit chilly. You can break barely, your windbreaker out. Barely, yeah. That's when you start going to the fair. And those those late football games. Exactly. You, can, you can bring a blanket with you. Yeah, things yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> Maybe the state championship <laughs> if your fucking team makes it. We may not get no code to January this year. Shit. Oh, my God. And life, I can remember man. a couple of winters ago that we had 30 to 40 degree winter like weather mm-hmm. all all winter. And it wasn't that cold. I mean, well, really 40s right. all winter. It's going to be like that. I hope so. And, you know, I want to apologize. I think I did this to us. If you remember before the summer got here. 
I was like, man, I can't wait for the summer, bro. I'm going to have so much fun. It's going to be warmer days. It's going to be longer days. I can't wait for that shit. And to I was end. telling you to shut the fuck up you there. Did. You, yeah. did. <laughs> you did. Yep. Look you what did. the fuck you did, yep. Corey. So look, moving forward, next year, I'm going to shut my ass up, bro. You ain't got to worry. I promise you I'll never say this again. Yeah. yeah. Fuck you, Corey. <laughs> tomato, tomato, tomatoes. I deserve that. I deserve that, man. It's definitely my fault. Damn, Texas, we blaming Kari. Yeah, blame me. For sure. Now go back. Like, I'm sorry, back to yeah. your week. You headed over to your parents. So after I left the library, headed to my people crib just to kick it with them for a few hours. So I'm getting back home now after I leave them probably 8 30, 9 o'clock in that in that time range, right? Okay. Cowboys had a preseason game Saturday night that came on, I believe, at nine o'clock. So I caught that. I pretty much watched the first half and then a little bit in the third quarter. Win loss. We lost to the Seahawks, uh, I think, by like 10 points. I, I didn't finish watching the game. I was starting to figure because normally when y'all win, there's a lot of shit talk in a group message. I didn't hear a word. True, true, true. But also, it's preseason. I don't talk shit about preseason at I all. I don't either. I really yeah, don't yeah. either. But we had we got some talent. So I really just wanted to see like the, the second and third string. Like We got some nice talent. So did that. And then after that, man, I went to sleep. Went to sleep Saturday night. Got up, hit the gym. We in the studio. And that's what it is, man. But overall, for myself, a really great week. I'm feeling energized and 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 rejuvenated like Same. you as well. Same. Like for real, man. Very enthusiastic yeah. about today's pod. I'm not gonna lie yeah. to you. Just got a lot of shit done this weekend, so I feel great, man. But but yeah, we can go ahead and get into the podcast if you're ready, bro. Yeah, I have one intro, Corey. This week, ten years ago, was technically the week of August 24th, 2013. Okay. I know what our Billboard Hot 100 list looks like today, but I just want to harken back to 10 years ago so we can see all of the bangers, the bops, yeah. the songs that were on the Billboard Hot 100 10 years ago. At this to time. this day. Yeah, to yeah. this day. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. <clears throat> I like that. You ready to start with number one? Yeah. Blurred Lines, mm. Robin Thicke featuring T.I. and Pharrell. I know you want it. That number one was one of them ones. Now, of yeah. course, they lost a lawsuit to Marvin Gaye. Of course, we knew that was going to lose the Marvin Gaye. Tarnished the song forever. That was the beginning <laughs> of the era of Marvin Gaye sample lawsuits. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's when niggas That's knew, like, hey, we probably should stop fucking with Marvin Gaye's music. Such a good song. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> that ran on the, the Billboard charts at number one for 17 weeks. Ooh. Oh, yeah. That, the family saw that and said, hell no. Nah. They were like, oh, my God, he made what? Yeah, we need a percentage. We need that. <laughs> we need that percentage. Any song that Marvin Gaye's family thinks even sounds a little bit like is this like that made some money, we gonna sue. We're gonna try to get it. Remember they <clears> tried <throat> to get Ed Sharon earlier this year? Ed Sharon. He did try to get they Ed Sharon. <laughs> they almost made that nigga quit music. Bro, he was <laughs> bro was almost like, out of here. Bro, they Didn't apply he say pressure. If he quit? Yes. If he lost that shit, he, <laughs> he was gonna quit. <laughs> That's when they snatched the case. They said, we can't take this wife nah, out of the game. Not that. <laughs> but, but look, the family, though, I mean, uh, the Marvin Gaye estate, they apply pressure, bro. They went after Ed Sharon. Um, it's crazy. Yeah. It's fucking wild. Right, right, right. Moving <clears throat> on, though. What's the next song, man? Miley Cyrus, We Can't Stop, number two. Ooh, okay. That's that's Different honestly, I can't times. lie to you, that is my favorite Miley Cyrus song. Really? Absolutely. I can... <sighs> I almost started. <laughs> I, was, I was waiting. I was looking like, is she going to go for it or not? 
that shit. You all these girls in the line in the bathroom. Trying to get a line in the bathroom. <laughs> we all so turned up. Yeah. Man, come on now. So, nah, did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We at the party, dancing with Molly, doing whatever we want. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let's get the fuck out of here, man. Yeah, yeah, I want to yeah. know if that got to number one. Probably not because Blurred Lines Blur line sat in that spot forever. Weeks, yeah. <clears throat> number three, Imagine Dragons, Radioactive. Not familiar. Yeah, you fucking are. That's what I was telling you. This is a different time. That's bro. what I was telling you, Kari, in pre-production. Wow. Kari was laughing at me on how I was going so fucking nuts. Yeah, you were geeking looking out. at it. And I'm like, nah, Kari, I'ma just wait to say it on the pod. This was such a different time. Ah, wow. Yeah. Completely different. Waking up. Yeah, I know. Mm-mm-mm. Number four, Daft Punk featuring Pharrell. Get lucky. Ooh. I know that one. This fucking era <laughs> was nasty. Yes. Yeah, you had to be there for some of this shit. You had to be that guy, too. Absolutely. This is the competition right here, and we're only through four? These are smokers. You had to be one of them to wow. get on this chart. Lil Pump then wasn't getting on this chart. No, 6 9 you was not placing, You boy. wasn't making the chart in 2013. Number five, Holy Grail, Jay-Z featuring Justin Timberlake. Uh. You're not. <laughs> A lot of niggas wouldn't be able to compete in these days. Um, maybe. Okay, the number the number six track was I don't know this, but that's just because it was a soundtrack song from. Oh my gosh, Kari, I do know it. Cups from Pitch Perfect. The song that back in the day all the girls stacked the cups to. I'm on the road. And, oh my. I would when I'm gone. That. When I'm gone. You're gonna miss me when I'm gone. I think I'm You're gonna miss me by my hair. You're gonna miss me. I remember all you lame bitches that stack cups on fucking Facebook to that song. You fucking remember yourselves too. You should be a fucking shameless. Hey, that stacking cup shit was fire though. Them niggas that used to hit that shit quick. I ain't gonna lie, I tried that shit. Remember what they had that shit? What was we at? Elementary? No, in elementary school, it was different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did it as a Facebook challenge to this song because it was on Pitch Perfect. Okay. See, I don't really remember. Yeah, that. it was the white girl version of of the Marvin's Room Challenge. Yeah. You remember when how many niggas did that's the Marvin's nasty. Room Challenge? Yeah, that sounds <clears> disgusting. <throat> Number seven, Treasure, Bruno Mars. Treasure, let me. Mm, mm, mm. Mm. <laughs> ooh, ooh. Come on now, <laughs> that bitch crazy. Um, number eight, I don't know if I remember Clarity by Zed featuring Foxes. Nah, yeah, I don't think. I don't know if I remember number nine, Safe and Sound. I probably do. It sounds super duper familiar. Um, number 10, Love Somebody, Maroon 5. Come on. Ooh. Come on, guys. Ooh, this, is good, <laughs> this is a good year. Number 11, Same Love, Macklemore and Ryan Lewis. Huh. I know y'all don't fucking... Now, if we were if we were to have never compared Macklemore and Ryan Lewis and Kendrick Lamar, Macklemore and Ryan Lewis would have had a lengthy career in this game. I'm not going to lie to you. It's only because they did that shit at the Grammys. And forever from that day, Macklemore and Ryan Lewis were pitted against Kendrick Lamar. Yep. And it was always, yeah, we might have fucked with with um, Thrift Shop, but ain't no damn way he should have beat Kendrick Lamar. When you think about Macklemore, you don't even think about his music. You just think about him stifling Kendrick Lamar. 
And let's let me just mention the other albums that were in that category as well. You had Drake, nothing was the same. You had Jay Z, Magna Carta, Holy Grail. You had Kanye West, Yeezus. Like, stop and then they playing. gave it to the score by Macklemore so, and so, Ryan Lewis. So it's more than just yeah, you beat Kendrick. No, nah, y'all disrespected us that year. But the thing about it is. We should have never blamed Macklemore for that. Macklemore even, he apologized (laughs) and gave his award up. (laughs) Yeah, he did, he did. He got on stage and told niggas like, hey, I don't deserve this. Yeah, yeah, he tried everything, but it was just like, fuck him We shitted on him, man. And the same love track was a good track. Yeah. Thrift Shop, it was a good track. Yeah. But we'll never forget. Nope. Sorry. (laughs) I'm trying to make him beat the allegations right here. You can't (laughs) beat it. Number 12, Can't Hold Us. Macklemore and Ryan Lewis. They were smoking the tracks back then. I mean, the charts back then. Absolutely. 13, Mirrors, Justin Timberlake. Ooh, great year, man. Um, I remember this one. Uh, 14, Cruise by uh, Florida Georgia Line featuring Nelly. Number 15, this this is where I'll probably stop. And this was fucking huge, Corey. Wake Me Up by Avicii. Oh, yeah. Wake Me Up when it's all over? Rest Mm -hmm. in peace, Avicii, man. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Man, Mm-mm-mm-mm. all this time I was finding myself <laughs> now. Didn't know I was lost. Classics, classics. That's fucking crazy. Um, I just like some that. some notable ones that were also on the chart at the moment. Best song ever, One Direction. Hold on, we're going home by uh, Drake featuring Majid Jordan. Just give me a reason. Pink featuring Nate Roos. <clears throat> uh, Royals, Lord. Ooh. Royal. Yeah, yeah. Royal went crazy. Yeah, yeah. Oh um, man. Power trip. J Cole. I'm Miguel. That. Put that in my phone. Take back the night. Justin Timberlake. Stay. Rihanna. This was a heavy fucking chart. Yeah, I gotta go play that, that Royals, bro. I ain't heard that. In a Absolutely. You don't even know. It was a heavy chart. Yeah, bro. Man, what a time. What a time to be alive! Yeah, I like that. I appreciate you bringing that into the pod. Bro. Absolutely, just For a little, real. just a little something to, to take you guys back before we get into today's music. Are we ready to talk to today's music? Let's do it. All right, let's go. Rocket Power, Quavo, the big drop from this weekend. It came out, man. Highly anticipated. Some say it wasn't anticipated at all. I say this was in high, like a highly anticipated album. Yeah, I agree. Especially following not only the passing of Takeoff, but the uneasiness and the quarrel, the beef. Between Offset and Quavo. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I went on record week after week saying this album was going to be trash. I was wrong, (laughs) Kari. Hey, man. Let's give it up. Quavo! Oh, for let's, me, let's give it up to you first for, for admitting that I was wrong. <laughs> the guy admitted that he was fucking yeah, wrong. Okay, I'm How sorry. How does it feel? How does it feel? <clears throat> it sucks, right? No. What I will say is, with good music, it feels good to yeah, be yeah. wrong. Yeah, yeah. I'm so glad I was wrong about this. <laughs> I did not expect Quavo to put down the type of effort that he put into Rocket Power. I I can't say anything more than I was wrong. This this is this is A to B type of work on this album. This is a this is a pretty good it's a pretty good fucking album, hey, Kari. Now we can give it to Quavo. Yeah. There you go. I like it. Yeah. 18 tracks. And so far out of the 18 tracks that I've played, 
I like about 12 or 13 of them, Corey. Mm-hmm. This is night and day from Quavo Huncho. Quavo, back in 2016, he, of course, was the hottest one from the group. Um, and everyone, even the rap industry, had kind of pitted him as being someone known for making incredible hooks. So Quavo Huncho, the album, was filled with a song, like with, with songs with a bunch of good hooks, but not good rap. We were able to put the pieces together on this album. Now, there are some tracks that aren't for me, and that's just because I don't think Quavo is the world's greatest rapper, but this is a great album. Um, track two, Patty Cake, he had me from the very beginning, only because Fueled Up is good, but we had heard Fueled Up already. It mm-hmm. came out, um, which is another thing for a knock for me. I would have never intro with a, a single that's out. You, you need to intro your album with a brand new intro. Give us something fresh. <clears throat> Patty Cake, love it. Mama Told Me, love it. Um, Hold Me, that is one of the best songs on this fucking album, if not the best. He already has a video out. The entire um, memorial they did for Takeoff that you saw Quavo and Offset together, that was that video. They were shooting that there. Um, <clears throat> let's see. Wall to Wall, Turn Your Click Up, Back Where It Begins, Galaxy, Disciples, Not Done Yet, Rocket Power, Greatness, I like this fucking album, man. It's good. How do you feel about this, Corey? I'm proud of you for admitting that you're wrong, brother. I'm, I was wrong. Feels good. Fuck you. <clears throat> My bad, man. I love this album, too, so far. Quavo really impressed. I think he grew. He learned from Quavo Huncher, like you said. Yes, it was just full of, I know I sound good on the hook. Take it to the label, and let's just try this artist with it. Mm, let's try this artist with it, mm, and let's just throw some shit together. He has some... That stood out. Really, the only one I, I ever remember is just Lost with Kid Cudi, but it's just like it was Kid Cudi. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? He had great features. Get that bubblegum track with uh, Sweetie, I think. Really? Yeah. I don't even fucking remember that. <laughs> Anyways, though, but this album, man, you move forward to, yes, I know it was a tribute, but the guy has grown. It's been, what, five years since that last project? Uh, that album that dropped 18? in 2018. Yeah, almost six. Almost six years since that album came out, right? So- you would hope and pray that somebody would grow more in their craft and just become better at the music. Quavo showed that there are complete tracks on this project. And I'm not even going to say, because some could say it's just because it's the tribute. This album is complete. I mean, start to finish. When we talk about albums not telling a story, when we talk about albums not being able to, to be cohesive, this album is whole. Yep, yep. And just like I said, some could say it's because he centered it all around Takeoff's death, and, and that's how it, it kind of made sense. This album's whole, and Quavo did that. Whether or not you say that's the reason or whatever reason we come up with, I don't give a damn. It's whole. I was about to say, this is like a, the, a complete, it's a good cohesive, right. <laughs> 18-track album. Yes, yes, yes. Couldn't agree more, man. Some of my favorites... Um, Galaxy, I think that's going to be my favorite one so far. It's fucking good. Hold Me is another one. 11-11 is another one. Mm-hmm. I like Focus with Young Thug. I like Back Where It Begins. I love Patty Cake with Takeoff. Takeoff, again, man, it just, oh, that guy was just so talented, Talented man. as fuck. The songs, he has two verses on, on this album. And 
He made both of when, the songs. When, when you hear it, bro, it's just like, yo, he is so good. It's something, if you could see my arms, I have chills right now. Man. I'm thinking about the fucking song Patty Cake. The moment you hear that, the, yes, bro. Let me, I mean, run me a blunt, sit back and meditate. It's, <laughs> Damn, take you know, huh? But um, overall, overall, again, I couldn't agree more with what you said. I love this project from Quavo. I think he really grew within this project, and you know, moving forward, I think you could even learn from this because there are some ones that he was still trying a few things. There's some off the wall beats, maybe a feature that I think he really didn't need, you know. So I think he still has things to learn from. You mentioned as well. Introing with a song that we've already already heard, that's probably not smart to do. But he's given himself wiggle room for another album. If this was trash, nobody would have ever wanted to hear another solo album from mm-hmm. Quavo. Mm-hmm. He's given himself at least that. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, man. But I, I love it, bro. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be playing this a lot more, uh, just because there, there's substance. That's the last thing I'll say. Quavo's Quavo Huncho, there was no substance. Like we say, it was just good beats, good feature. Good hook. Quavo has substance on every single track it meant in this something. album. Even, All of the lyrics mean something. Even like I said, if you don't think his rap was of right. Kendrick Lamar, because it's not yeah. like quality. Right, right. It all meant something. It meant mm-hmm. something to him, and you knew what it meant. And you and you feel it though. Yep. You feel it. You knew what in that man's going through. Yes, yes, yes. So again, man, good project. I I was I was definitely impressed. He's projected to do 32,000 in the first week. Is what it is, man. I'm not going to lie to you. Fuck them numbers. I was going to say, that's a great album, man. <laughs> yeah. Like, same thing we said about Trippy shit last week. Fuck them yeah, numbers, yeah. man. Great album. Yep. Great album, bro. <clears throat> Are we ready to talk another one? Let's move on. ESTG, he dropped an album called El Toro 2. Now, this one, I've seen a lot of the promo. I saw what he did over at LA Leakers. Did you see his feature with LA Leakers? The freestyle I did. I didn't hear yeah, his, his freestyle. But I saw it. God damn, he snapped on that fucking freestyle card. You got to when you um, go there. Absolutely. I feel like, all right. Do uh do Sour Milk and, and Just Incredible, do they let them know? Do like do they tell you like the day before, like before you go in there, yeah, like, yo, they already had a beat. What what beat you want? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because you're gonna have to go crazy up yeah, in this yeah. bitch. Some niggas already bring their own beat, or they let they obviously let them know the, the beat beforehand. Cause cause that style ain't free. <laughs> Y'all be kicking them writtens up there. Nah, yeah. Nevertheless, fucking fire freestyle. Have you heard the album? I haven't heard it, Corey. I have not heard this album either. Just didn't have time really to get I to didn't it either. this weekend. But, but I'm this looking is some, at it. This is something that I'm definitely getting to. We yeah, are yeah. we're ESTG fans over yeah, on this yeah. side. Definitely a fan. I'm looking at it right now. 20 tracks in total. Some features. Looks like he has Rallo, 42 Doug, Yo Gotti, Static Major. Whoa. How'd he get a Rallo feature? I need to hear that. Not sure. <laughs> Not sure. Yo, how is Rallo kicking features right now? I think Rallo, does he have a I think I already has a release date. Ah, I, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. Looking at the track list, though, the song that he put out last week with Yo Gotti is called A Moment with Gotti. Then he has another, the outro is called Another Moment with Gotti. That's interesting. Okay. Yeah, and I just looked it up. Rallo, from what I'm from what I'm saying, he's said to be released this October. That's far. You remember how, like, when Rallo was, like, lit on social mm-hmm. media? Mm-hmm. Everybody had a time. You knew that nigga was selling heroin. <laughs> you, could, you could look at a nigga and be like, oh, that nigga up to no good. The nigga had all his niggas in a bought-out apartment complex. <laughs> <laughs> 
Trapped out, huh? Oh my God. That was vacant? He bought it for all of them, yes. Okay, okay. I thought you said I when you when you first said it, he I He bought I, a vacant apartment complex okay. and had his niggas living in it for free. But they was actually like living like good in it? Okay, cool, cool, cool. I thought I, I just No, no, no. Not just like living in bandits. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, he had them yeah, living in okay, it. Okay, for sure. That's what's up. That's live. Yeah. I don't know why I thought of the like the dirtiest shit ever. When you said that, I was like, these niggas really trapping out a vacant apartment like that. No, no, I'm sure there was a floor to it. The yeah. motherfuckers was for sure was jumping. <clears throat> Nevertheless, we we got uh, we got to tap into that ESTG. Yeah, I'm gonna hear it. Uh, last thing I wanted to talk in albums. We're sitting on Utopia's third week. Have you been able to finally give that a run back, Corey? Or you still haven't gone back? Still haven't, man. I'm, I'm being I'm not being patient with it. I don't want to. I don't want to rush back to it. I want to <laughs> let it just like. What do you mean you're being it. patient with it? It's not a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to go back and play it because I feel like I'm forced to play it. I want to just be feeling Travis Scott, like wanting to hear the music. <laughs> Kari's saying it like it's some pussy. Like Pause. I ain't trying to force it, yo. Like come if on, it want to come, come to me, like the music gonna come to me. Yeah, man, that's how I be. So no, I haven't went back and played it all the way through. Just still the songs that I like, but I haven't even. Uh, I'll be honest, like this whole past week, I didn't listen to the album at all. Guy's crazy. We listen to this album nonstop. I'm not gonna lie. Um, you the reason for the 186? <laughs> not just me, but um, yeah, like that was the reason why we were mentioning him. He's upon the third week of the album release, projected to do 186 thousand in the third week. Still number one. No, that's one of them. That's one of them. Yeah, fuck Morgan yeah. Wallen. Yeah, yeah. This album's gonna be platinum in the next two weeks, more than likely. Two, Think three so. Weeks. Yeah, he's already at like six, seven since the release. Oh, is he? He did 400 first week and then did- Bad at math, Corey. He then did one, two, the last two weeks. That's Corey, like seven, eight hundred. I'm bad at math. Did you hear how surprised I was? <laughs> well, I'm like, oh, for real? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just sitting there adding it up, nigga. I'm so, bad at, it. I'm so bad at math. When you said that, I'm like, where is he getting these numbers? <laughs> I was about to say, you couldn't believe it. You didn't, know, <laughs> you didn't even know numbers with that high. Yeah, I'm like, well, where is he getting these numbers? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know 100 plus two. <laughs> Makes three. Yep, yep. Um, yeah, my but bad, my shout bad. out Travis Scott, man. Another album that I, I will say I ran back in the last week. This one I did force myself to run back, See? but I like more tracks now that I ran it back. Uh, pink Tape. Oh. I ran a Pink Tape back. When I sent I sent a, a DM to you and Hop asking which of these four songs were the hottest out. It was Fuck You Mean by Gunna. Um Oh, you went thug. Um, I know Drake. I mean, I'm sorry. I know Travis Scott. And I think Endless Fashion. Flooded the face. Flooded the face. Lil Uzi Vert. When I went back and listened to Flooded the Face, I was like, oh, shit. I didn't know that shit was hidden <clears throat> like that. So, but for me, Flooded the Face was one of the ones I liked when it first came out. Because it's Not like me. it's like one of the first three, like, three songs, right? When you come into the album. I told you I didn't like the first half. It was when he started to get into the track right before Nicky's that I started fucking with all of them. Gotcha. Um, but that's when I played it back, and I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. This isn't what I thought it was. Pink Tape is good. I fuck. I mean, I never said it wasn't good, but it's better than it was when I heard it. Flight of the Face is the intro. Yeah. Is it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so I, I remember for myself, I always liked the intro. But um, I know what you mean, though, playing it back. It's definitely gonna grow on you. Those songs at so I played this one back. <laughs> not okay. not recently, yeah. but you know, after like it had came out and I didn't like 
the songs. Oh, pink. Still, you talking about pink tape? Yeah. Oh, okay. I still didn't like him So that's why I'm being patient With Travis Scott I'm like I'ma just get to it When I get to it No I'm fucking with that uh, That Uzi Lost myself oh, With chrome I mix with Carhartt Get some splashing And flashing night Ain't no loss Alright Even if my name Was Natalie Nunny You can check me Oh my god Alright <clears throat> You seen her in the club Teed up to that Natalie Nunn herself? Yeah. Yeah, she be thinking that shit a compliment. <laughs> Bitch, your chin long. <laughs> your chin's long as fuck. Chin, <laughs> hey, but look, if it was you, though, and Nicki shot you out in a song, what you going to do? Yeah. I mean- I'm but, just going to have fun with it. I'm not going to act like a hoe about it. Really? What if she was like, all right, think about it. Like, what if it was like a little dick line? Bro, but it's, it's your, not. Though. It's your- Nigga, she's taking a shot at her chin being long as fuck. And that bitch know her chin long every day when she wake up. But the thing is, I got sisters that watched that show over and over and over again. That bitch had to fight on that motherfucking show every episode about bitches talking about that long ass chin of hers. Bitch, stop talking about my fucking chin. <laughs> but it's Nicki Minaj. <laughs> That's what you miss it. That's what I'm So Nicki Minaj can tell you your dick little. No, I'm not saying that. I was saying in the Natalie Nunn Okay, okay, no, no, no. All right. No. Our, our, I don't know what is Jakari's, but I'm trying to think about like, that, that would be for like a man. Think right. about your actual like kryptonite. My flaw. Your flaw. Right. They'd be like, damn, why the fuck did she mention that shit? You gonna vibe to that in the fucking club? Like, she picked your your <laughs> one ick. Right. And she put that shit on a platinum album. <laughs> on an album, the first album to go number one in <laughs> hip-hop year. the whole year. <laughs> Disrespectful, yo. Disrespectful. She don't fuck with Natalie. No, she don't. But Natalie <laughs> is gonna run it up. because Absolutely. That's my point. Like she was in the everything you saying, you're correct about it. No, if some shit, my biggest flaw was shown <laughs> to the world. No, I would not be celebrating that shit. She but she is. took it up, nigga. Uh, yeah, and I saw the video. She was grabbing her chain <laughs> well, and shit know, in the she video, was showing her chin. I, <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Was like fuck that's it. a that's an insult. That's not a bar. She insulted you. It's fucking. Crazy. I don't know, bro. Women idolize her. I know. I know. I know. Niggas don't even do that shit with Drake. Like, if There's Drake no take way. a shot at you, he took a fucking shot at you. And now I hate this nigga. It's beef. <laughs> Larry's. Man. <clears throat> Are we ready to move into songs? Yep, yep. Lil Durk, he dropped a new track. Yep, yep. It's called Fuck You Thought. Absolutely. And don't think you uh, that he dropped this track for nothing. Tell me more. Number one, I like the track. It's not something, you know, over the top crazy. It's not a banger or something that I think is just going to smoke the charts for him. But... For his first single back, fresh off a, a number two album or a, a chart topping album, I like this. It's also signaling to me he's he's dropping another project before this year is over. Most of the biggest of the big, if you have a number that went, I mean, if you have an album that went number two on the Billboard Top 200, we're not going to see you the rest of the year. If he did, I mean, he could be dropping Lucy's, but for what? So you saying he, he is going to drop or he's not? Yes, drop? he's 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 gearing up again. But what I will say is, Lil Lil Durk is one of those artists that gears up and takes a long ass time to drop. Yeah, and it may be one of those things. You know, they like to do the OTF tapes. Ah, 
Like he liked to do a solo and then throw the OTF tape in there sometime within the year. They may have already put one out this year. I know they put one out the end of last year, if I'm not mistaken. Did we already get a deluxe for Almost Healed? Mm-mm. That's probably what he could do. That's what I was starting to think because nowadays niggas don't care how many months we've been out. Mm-hmm. If you want the deluxe, you get the deluxe. Tyler dropped a fucking deluxe a year later. Facts. <clears throat> In Dirk's case, again, like you said, his album, he had a top 10 song for weeks. He had a number two song and a number two album. Like that song still but what was the, the what top. Was, did the song go to the charts at number two, right? Or number four, something like that. Yeah, I know it hit top five. For it was sure. top five for sure, and it's been in the top fifteen, twenty since it's released. It's hard to do, and it's hard to do in <laughs> rap in twenty twenty three for sure. That's what I'm saying. With all of the competition that's been on the on those lists this year, that song remained. But um, again, I think this is just more. It could be more music, but also you know he's he's back just outside. He is on tour again, doing shows. Maybe you want to put another song out that you can perform. Is he on tour? Okay. Yeah, he did the little shit back in Chicago. Remember that niggas? Oh crazy yes, once he thing. left the tour, I I forgot that he he's going back out. We did right, talk right, about right. that. Yeah, you're right. Canceled his his Rolling Loud performance. I don't know if he's gonna have another one of those or still be able to do that one. I don't know if it's already passed. But uh, Dirk is just outside again, so this song made sense to put out. I like it as well. Like you said, it's not something that's hard. That's gonna just you know tear the club up, but it's still good rap from Lil Dirk. Mm-hmm. So I enjoyed it. it was yeah, cool check song. that out. Um, where we at next? Mike Will made it. He's got a new track called Blood Moon Out featuring Lil Uzi Vert. Yep, and yep. surprisingly, this was produced by J. Cole, Corey. Yeah, co-produced, man. So uh, they had, well, Mike Will himself over the past week had threw some videos out on Twitter. Saw some pictures too, yeah. Pictures as well. Him and J. Cole, you know, when they locked in and did these studio sessions, whenever it was. Um, so he said when they locked in, they made this song and some other songs. He has a project that's actually coming out sometime this year. So this song is going to be on there more than likely. And then, um, he said more music with J. Cole, but overall, man, first off, the beat is crazy. J. Cole has shown that if you allow him to produce a beat, it'll probably be good. He's been doing it for a long time. (laughs) Right, right. And on some fucking songs you have no idea or even him. And it's nothing new. He was making beats back in the day, you know, before the come up. But um, like like I said, not too many people, you know, give niggas the chance to do that for him. But the beat is crazy. Beat is amazing. But Lil Uzi Vert showed out on this song too as well. I really like it. He did. I, I really, really like enjoy it. Lil Uzi Vert's part. Yeah, man. I really like <clears> it. <throat> um, I only heard this once. It was during pre-production. But like Kari said, I, I really like that. Um, I don't have too much to say about it, so we can go ahead and move on unless you have more. Yep, that's it. That's it. Next song we got. Lil Tecca, Kodak Black, dropped a song called Heaven on Earth. No, I really like this one. This one was surprising. This um, is very surprising. Surprising for what part? Because Lil Tecca doesn't surprise me with good music. Yeah, Lil Tecca, yeah. he makes good music. He's just not as hot as he used to be, so niggas right. don't care that much yeah, anymore. Yeah. So I'll, I'll clarify. Definitely not taking a shot at his artistry, his talent. Lil Tecca, since he came into the game, was always talented. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just more surprised with the feature, Kodak Black. And also, I just didn't know this song was coming out because I haven't heard from Lil Tecca, like you said. Surprised that they were on the track together or surprised that Lil Tecca was able to score the Kodak Black feature? So not surprised that they together. These guys are on similar levels. Obviously, I know Kodak is, is way higher, but I'm saying like as far as industry relationships, this makes sense. It's not like far-fetched. Okay. But um, Kodak Black, just with everything that's surrounding him in his personal life, and the shit that he did with 6 9 you know, you just thought that people would maybe stay away from him for 
a longer period of time. That shit only been a few weeks ago. Maybe niggas don't care. Maybe it's not that big of a deal as we were making it seem or, or as much as Boosie was making it seem. Nope, still is, but they probably don't care because it's yak. Maybe so. Maybe so. But that's to answer your question. That struck me when I first saw it. And I just didn't know it was coming out. Like I said, Lil Tecca, again, like you mentioned, a few years back, had more heat, more steam around him than he does now. But again, when we played this song in pre-production, the shit sounds amazing. It sounds really good. I want to take my hat off first and foremost to Lil Tecca because he sounds great. But um, <clears throat> this was Lil Tecca's type of sound and type of song. And Kodak Black was able to jump on the feature and for a second, I didn't know I wasn't listening to Lil Tecca. At the start of Kodak's verse, he do sound like Tecca. He sounded like Tecca. He was able to match Tecca's energy and vibe perfectly. Mm-hmm. He's kind of sing-songish on the beat. It's a melodic track. I, I really like this. Um, Kodak Black doesn't usually jump into this melodic type of beat with this kind of high energy. I'm not saying it's super high energy and fast, but... It's melodic, but not sad melodic, you know? Right, right, right. <clears throat> it's, it's, it's almost emo still, like that emo sound, uh, that trippy red sound that we've mm-hmm. been talking about mixed with new age melodic. And it's, But it's a happy type of slow melodic. It's not They're talking about heaven on earth. heartbreak, yeah. That's when you usually hear Kodak on the, the mm-hmm. melodic tracks, He's it's heartbreak. heartbreak. He's heartbreak Kodak. <laughs> ah, there you go. Yeah, there yeah. you go. HBK. Um. But no, I enjoy this. Yeah, this, yeah. This is refreshing. Yeah, no doubt, man. This this sounds different. Yeah. It don't sound like shit out right now. Like you Lil said. Lil Tecca doesn't sound like everybody out. It's refreshing. Like you said. When is the rap game going to learn that like- We just want y'all niggas to be ourselves. That y'all will <laughs> like, sell more records and garner a much- <laughs> I don't know. A much uh, bigger niche uh, audience being who the fuck you really are. Look over it. We always- talk about the same guys but like look how much money indie money man is making on his own look how much money indie larry june is making on his own look how much money indie benny the butcher baby conway baby face ray um how am i forgetting the fly god um west side west side gun are making indie on their own because they're being they fucking selves and they've garnered a niche audience Travis, not Travis Scott, um, Tyler, the creator. Travis Scott, too. Those are just the biggest of the big with it. Yep, yep, yep. Couldn't agree more, man. That's what makes... When you when you discover new music, let me just speak for myself. When, anytime I have discovered new music dating all the way back to when I was a child, if I really like somebody, it's because they created a sound I had never heard before. You heard a key or a sound or an echo or something. Whatever. That, it could be anything. The first time I heard 40 start to take Drake's beats underwater. You could hear it. Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> when he started to switch the beat and we getting two different two songs, songs every one. time. Yep. It's mm-hmm. not that he was the first to do it, but the way he was doing the, the it. transition. Nobody had done it like exactly. that. I'm exactly. Like, oh, my gosh. Exactly. We want to hear something new. We don't want to hear about the paddock. We don't want to hear about the the fucking birds and the bricks. We don't care. <laughs> That's what y'all needs to be creative, bro. Like honestly, man, I don't give a damn if you the best rapper from Home Depot and you rapping about your struggle from there, nigga. If it's that fire, I'm fucking with it. Couldn't agree more. Like damn, can somebody be broke again? <laughs> Facts. 
All these niggas want to be rich. Right, right, right. <laughs> Can somebody have to still make it first? Tell young boy they need to drop that in from NBA. No cap. Broke. <laughs> <laughs> Broke again. Yeah, we got to see that nigga grind it back out. Right, from right. Broke again entertainment. We Absolutely. We start that shit up ourselves. Damn. Huh. I remember when he was broke again. Right. Damn. Where are we at with it next? Still in songs, man. Next one we got Polo G dropped a song called Barely Holding On. Did you hear this one? I did hear this one. And I enjoy this too because would we not like Polo G's music? I'm a fan of Polo G. I have always liked his oh, music. Oh, God. He doesn't project. like the song. No, 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 no. Oh. I, I was agreeing with you. Oh, okay. What we just said about Lil Tecca and the melodic sound, the different keys and things that were used, Polo G did the exact same thing on this song. Uh He had a a trending thing going on over the weekend. It was like anytime he jumps on a beat that has a piano, he kills it and goes crazy. That's that's Polo G's. That's his uh, his safe space. That's his niche. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah, that's his niche. (laughs) But uh, this song, again, has a crazy piano beat to it. And um, he just did a great job, man. His flow is He's immaculate. He's a great storyteller. Always been a great storyteller. Has always chosen great beats that fit his flow. Mm-hmm. This song sounds amazing. Do we want to talk the news that came along with Polo G's song? Yeah. So uh, first thing, he did announce his upcoming album. Yes, he did. He's got a new album called Hood Poet coming out yep. next month. September 15th is when that album will drop. But along with that, he took to Twitter and had some interesting things to say about his career moving forward post this album release. He basically said that the rap game's not fun for him anymore. Did yep. you have quotes from him? Yeah, man. So first thing he says, this rap shit got so lame and watered down, it ain't no fun in it no more, like you said. Okay. So then along with that, he said, honestly, after my Hood Poet album, I'm considering retiring from music. So I appreciate everybody riding for me tenfold. Yeah, that nigga 10 shots. Damn. Polo G's going to retire after this? Right. What are we going to do? How will we ever survive? How will the rap industry survive without Polo G? To be 100% honest, Kari, it probably won't. The rap game will probably fold. It'll probably fold overnight. Like the same way like disco ended. Like overnight, niggas wake up, hate disco. Nobody's... Y'all, if rap... Polo G cannot quit, guys. (laughs) <laughs> if Polo G retires, raps it, it ends as we know it. <laughs> right? No. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> um, love you, Polo G. Love Polo G. Um, love your music, a fan. Rap star went number one. He had a number. <sighs> All of his albums have went platinum. No, rap star, his song. He had, yeah, he had went, went number one. That's yeah. the one that the Iron Banks did. I know, but I'm saying every everything he's put out has went platinum. He's a great artist, but we, we won't miss him. If he decides to leave the game. If Polo G never dropped another album, I promise you I wouldn't give a fuck. I wouldn't lose no sleep. And he has some great records. Yes. Great albums, man. Hall of Fame was crazy. I can't remember the one before that, but the guy makes great music. I'm not taking away from that. Like I said, I'm a fan. You're a fan. We've been fans from the start. Mm-hmm. Since since it was just Lil TJ and Polo, Polo G. Exactly. <laughs> the other one was called The Goat that came out. In the goat is my favorite one. That's what I'm saying. Like, great music. Uh, but yeah, man, looking forward to the album. Though we'll check that out next month. Said he coming out on the 15th. You ready to move on? Yeah, let's go ahead. All right, man. The last song that we wanted to talk about here, Rod Wave, dropped a song called "Call Your Friends" and also announced that his album is coming out 
on the same day, September 15th. With that being said, Polo G, move your album back. <laughs> I'm going to let you know right now. You're going to need to move your album back, buddy. Oh. It's been a while since we've gotten some music from Rod Wave. I don't even have to say what I say every single time about Rod Wave in the streets. The music game is completely different, and this nigga still sells 70 to 100,000 in the first week. Yeah, you, you want to talk about like certain artists that have a pull on communities, a pull on their fan bases. Rod Wave brings his fans outside. He brings the hood. Bro, I, every single time. That nigga, has, that nigga got the streets locked down. More than the street niggas you think that have the streets locked Yo, down. He bring them outside every single time. Like you said, it's crazy. Anytime he drops, man, his fans show up. Rod Wave's numbers are that of Lil Baby and Lil Dirk and those type of niggas in the game. And we really just don't take heed of it because we don't see him as one of the stars like that in the game. But if you put him on paper, no, nah, he sits with the biggest of the biggest of the big besides... The anomalies like your Drake, Kanye, Travis Scott, those type of Kendrick Lamar. But we, when we talked rap, not just music, rap's biggest, he's there. Mm -hmm. Always. I, I just, I don't know what it is. What is it about him? Is it the heartbreak? Yeah, maybe so. And I mean, it's not like he don't make good music. He makes great music. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He took so, the world by storm with his yeah. very first track. That, that's another thing. Hard on Ice is probably one of the best. I know he had an album before that, but for breakout tracks, mm -hmm. Hard on Ice is probably one of the best breakout singles I've heard in a really, really long time from a new artist. Um, and he was able to cop the Dirk feature on it. Dirk murdered. Is is Dirk like Drake to him? <laughs> Dirk put him on? Yeah, yeah. Is, is, is Dirk Rod Waves Drake? I guess so. That chance on was cool, but, but I can't slide, slide around. around. Oh my God. Oh no. Different time, 2019. Okay. It'd be so fake. You so sneak out that key for half a pound. That's why I'm always around my bitch. <laughs> nah, uh, his first projects was crazy, man. Can we talk about how crazy of a line that was what that Dirk you, just said about India? That's why I'm always around my bitch. Because she turned me out. The shit that we just <laughs> hold on, see now you didn't piss me off. The shit that we just be allowing in rap now, bro, it's just it's sickening. That nigga said, "That's why I'm always around my bitch, cause she turned me out. She turned me out." <laughs> Ghetto Gospel, 2019 album from uh, Rod Wave. That's the one. And then he came with that "Pray for Love" the very next year. Ghetto Gospel is still his best album to me. Yeah. Dark conversations close enough to hurt. Green light, green light, pistol in the party. Don't sing right. Oh my god, the Molly King thing right. It's about to be a fucking green light. I get in my feelings on this end, though. Yeah, that's what it is, right there, bro. That shit's soulful. Dying these Cuban links. That shit's soulful. You ask the question, why do we like Rod Wave? That shit's soulful. Oh god, you can hear you can hear from his soul. From his soul. That nigga singing from his soul, <laughs> right? Right, right. And chip on my shoulder a bit. All right. I'm about to spin back this Rod Wave when Same. this pod is over. Same. Fuck around, switch my song of the week. <laughs> Green light. No cap. <laughs> um, I don't want to talk about Rod Wave anymore, though. 
Yeah, that was a lot. I ain't gonna lie. Like, like why, what, what do we do <laughs> like, I don't even, like, I fuck with him, but I don't fuck with him like that. You know what I mean? Nah, man? but 2019, headlock. Yeah, yeah, Had niggas sure, in a headlock. For sure, for sure. Smacking niggas like, uh, like Jody's stepdaddy. <laughs> <laughs> Melvin. Call your fucking mama. <laughs> yeah, man. But again, his album will be out September 15th. It'll be called Nostalgia. Okay. Looking forward to it. Yep, yep. And I know every nigga in the hood is looking forward to it without even speaking to any of them niggas. <clears throat> we got some mentions that we want to talk. Lil Yachty, he seemingly announced some new music. He had a freestyle drop, but he uh, he also said there might be some new songs on the way with him and the Alchemist. Yeah, man. Yachty's year, I know we talked about it before, but he's on fire. And why stop? You know what I mean? You you're, you have so, so many people behind you now. Like you said before, he's being recognized as one of the greatest artists of this generation now. So when, yep. you're, when you're getting that recognition... Keep dropping music. King, king of the teens. <laughs> I wonder if he nasty. oh yeah, I wonder if he gets grossed out nowadays when he hears shit like that. that. Right. Cause, yeah, I, Cause I do. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> king of the teens, huh? King of the teens. And he was sporting and promoting the fuck out of that back then with that red hair. That was his thing with the beads. But it was corny even then. But he was yeah. it was right. He was right. Mm-hmm. It just music again. I know we always go back to the way music sounded, but like you got to think about it, bro. Like the way music sounds in whatever particular year influences personalities, influences mm-hmm. the culture, influences just life. Period. So it was a different time, even though it may have been corny. It was a time where we enjoyed happy and vibrant ass music. I enjoyed that. No, no, no. His campaign as king of the team <laughs> slogan. is what was corn because he literally <laughs> ran a fucking social media campaign on being that shit facts 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 i got you nasty of you <laughs> yeah, yeah i love you nasty of you nasty of quality control entertainment yeah, yeah. nasty of motown records um but the music that he's dropped all year stellar Insane, man. Back to what you were mentioning about The Alchemist, I wanted to get to Yachty's exact quote about what he said about working with him um, recently. He said, I, for many years, secretly enjoyed recording on Alchemist Beats. I think it's time to drop a couple of them now. So do we get do we get the Lil Yachty Alchemist collaboration, or do you just get Lil Yachty dropping songs that he's freestyled on Alchemist Beats? So the, the freestyle that did come out was a freestyle over Summer Rain, Larry June, and The Alchemist. Right. That's not something he actually did with The Alchemist. Right. It was just a YouTube thing. Mm-hmm. But to answer your question, no, I think we get an actual joint album. It's out. He's he's I'm working with everybody. And you know? why the hell would he not put effort into the greatest artist this year? Exactly. It makes sense on both sides here. So, yes, I think we definitely get songs and a full EP or maybe a small little eight to 10 track project from these two guys. This is totally off, but I just said him being the greatest artist of this year. This is the type of shit that I mean, you watching artists like this smoke and smoke and smoke and smoke 12 months straight. And then we're going to get to the BET awards next year. And they're going to give it to Drake. <laughs> yeah. That, I want to put my fucking two cents in that. Lil Yachty better be artist of the fucking male artist of the year next year at the BET Awards, uh, the BET Hip Hop Awards. But it's not going to happen, is it? Probably not. 
It's all a blur is going to overshadow this. Yeah, it'll be... Oh, Drake and 21 going to probably sweep everything that they nominated for. Especially if they drop albums before October and they get in that Grammy talk. Yeah, we just answered that. <laughs> Let's start here. It's going to be a moment a moment in time. Oh, man. Um, <clears throat> Wow, that sucks, right? Because he deserves it. Yeah. He deserves all the recognition and the glamour. But like you said, it's going to get overshadowed. It is. Yep. Do we want to talk specifically the the freestyle draft day? We can. Yeah, go ahead. Great. That's all I have to say. Yeah. Fucking fire. Yeah, like I said, it's, it's Larry June's beat, uh, that Summer Rain song with Ty Dolla Sign, him and the Alchemist, off the project they just did. Um, but Yachty sounded like he belonged on the original. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, he, he took it to a whole nother level. He switches up his flow halfway. Draft day is in the song as well. Has a, a nice verse. The song is great. I don't have anything bad to say about it, but I want to hear beats that out specifically made for Yachty. Yes, me too. <clears throat> Moving on, we can talk of music that's set to be coming out, or do you want to talk some R&B tracks that are out before we talk music that are set to come out? Oh, uh, shit. It, it don't matter. Whichever one. Chris Brown. He's announced a new album, Kari. Oh, I did see this. It's called 1111. Yeah. He said he's potentially dropping this on 1111. Right. And in... No Chris Brown fashion ever. Mm. This album is set to have 11 tracks, Corey. I think he's lying. He's got to be fucking lying, right? <laughs> he is lying. He's got at least 35 more in the tuck for us. So look, I checked the calendar. The 11th is on a Saturday, so he's already lying. I don't think he's going to drop his album on a Saturday. There's no way There's no way Chris Brown drops an album on a Saturday morning. So he's already lying. <laughs> One. And then 11 tracks. No, he just lied for no yeah, reason. Yeah, 11 tracks. You got to be shitting me. That's a bigger <laughs> lie than he'd drop it on a Saturday before he dropped 11 tracks. <laughs> no, for real, if we want to be honest. And he's going to give us a deluxe that's 41 songs. <laughs> just to make up for it. Absol- and he's going to drop the deluxe 12 hours after the fucking song or the, the album comes out. <laughs> on Sunday. It's not happening. Theoretically, Corey, let's just talk playing devil's advocate okay. and... Chris Brown drops an album, all R and B, on eleven eleven, with eleven tracks. If that were to happen, and Chris Brown does what he's supposed to do and and makes it a great R and B project, we'll be talking about that being some of the best R and B that we've heard all year. If he really does what he's supposed to do, and you and you, um, take away you know all of the crates, you take away the long list of songs, and you just you shorten it. Give us your best 11 songs. Chris Brown could do something with that. A lot of people have been discussing his album exclusive. They've been discussing the uh, the original album, Chris Brown. And they talked about how that number 18 tracks, he hasn't, he hasn't gone under something like that. I mean, he hasn't gone those tracks and under, like 18 and under, mm-hmm. since those albums have come out. A lot of niggas were saying, if he goes to 11 tracks, this could be the greatest album Chris Brown's ever released. See? And if, I, I feel, I'm not going to say the greatest, but I feel what they're saying. Like, if he makes it short, sweet, and concise, it'll probably be some of the best Chris Brown we've heard. I, I, I tend to agree just because of how great of an artist Chris Brown is. You know his last album, Breezy, was great. That had 20 plus odd tracks, if you're able to narrow down someone that sings amazing, has great tracks, 
and quality control down to 11 tracks, mm-hmm. you might be looking at one of the best Chris Brown albums that exists. It's possible, man. That's like that's like taking think about some of the best we know and limiting them to an 11 track album. Imagine limiting Drake to an 11 track album. Smoked. And tell him to pick your best. Smoker. Right, right, right. I'm agreeing with you. Usher, 11 track album. Lil Wayne, 11 track album. Yay, 11 track. We've seen him do seven. <clears throat> he fucked it off. But <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I got I got faith in this one though. I do too. And just back to the Breezy album, people tried to overlook it, but no, the R and B quality on it. I know it, it ended up being a lot of songs because he deluxe that as well. So it it's giving Christmas, yeah. Ended up being like thirty songs on that. Oh, he he double deluxe. He did the breezy, the breezy deluxe, and then he did the breezy. It's almost Christmas. See, just insane. But that nigga love it. He loved doing that shit. You talk about the quality though, the music that was on breezy, bro. Because you know Chris Brown does pop. He does R and B. Before the album came out, we were saying like, what is this gonna be? Is it gonna be all pop? Is it gonna be R and B? He mixed it all together, but the songs on there that were strictly R and B, some of the best Chris Brown I had heard in years, bro. So it makes sense for him to want to um, drop another project because I think he has steam. I know Chris Brown gonna always get flack, but like it's Chris Brown. And that album came out last year. Uh, I want y'all to know Chris Brown still has a hit out right now. Under the influence. The fucking rubber tuss. Chris Brown has a fucking hit out. And I mean a hit hit. Like that I hear that shit everywhere I go. Um, and that's not even from this album. It's from fucking Indigo, I think. Damn. <clears throat> Still hidden. I can't wait to hear. <laughs> right, right, right. That nigga different. That's, yeah. That's crazy. Do we have more music to talk? Uh, so, I just wanted to bring up some albums that I've been playing that's more R&B since we're, you know, talking about R&B artists here. So, uh, Leon Thomas came out with an album over the weekend called Electric Dust. Another one I've been playing by Kay Roosevelt. It's called Kiss Me When You See Me EP. I've been saying all year how rap ain't really been my favorite genre. At I still all. listen, but, you know, I've been listening to more alternative pop, R&B. So I just wanted to mention them. Them two solid R&B projects that's out right now. Check that out. Definitely some great music. Uh, but that's all I had in music. You have any more before you want to move into news? Uh, No, I don't think I have any more. We can go ahead and move into news. All right, let's do it. What's first? The Camp Flognaw lineup for 2023 has been released, Kari. Yes, yes, yes. A yes. lot of people don't fuck with it. What? For real? I'm not going to lie, Kari. I, I really fuck with it. I really fuck with it. Yeah, me too. <clears throat> wow. All right, some of the notable headliners, or not headliners, notable performances. We got Kendrick Lamar and Baby Keem, known as the Hillbillies. Mm-hmm. We got Tyler, the Creator, SZA, Lil Yachty, Clips. Ooh, okay, okay. Clips, not just Pusha T, Clips. Nope. Um, Earl Sweatshirt, Rex Orange County, Tizo Touchdown, Cali Uchis, Ice Spice, Kevin Abstract, Bad Bad Not Good, Dominic Fike, Pink Pantheris. Red, uh, what is it? Red Veil? Red Veil. Red Veil. Sid, Max O'Cream. I love that Sid is getting her solo shine. Sid. Finally. Absolutely. Max O'Cream, Raven Lene, Paris, Texas, Domo Genesis. Uh, 
I'm not gonna make a fool out of my <laughs> B Biba Doobie. B, B I know a nigga named Biba Doobie. Be- <laughs> I don't know how to say that. Shout out to them though. Beba Doobie, nigga. That's 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 literally it. Beba. Okay, I see it now. That shit hard to read. <laughs> it was hard to read for the nigga we grew up with too. <laughs> chill, 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 chill. Talking about his name Muhammad. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. Well, your name is Toby. <laughs> like, nigga, that shit don't look nothing like that, boy. <laughs> your name is Toby. The fuck is going on, man? Ah. Uh. <clears throat> but yes, man, back to the list. Let's start right at the top with the headliners, the Hillbillies, Kendrick Lamar and Baby Keem. If you remember the Hillbillies video, remember they shot it at Dodger Stadium. And I said, what's going on here? Like, because Travis Scott, I mean, not Travis Scott, I apologize. Tyler, the creator, came out as well. And remember, they announced it at the end of the video that Camp Flognaw was coming this year. And I guess it's going to be at Dodger Stadium. You remember that? At the end of the Hillbillies video? Mm-hmm. No, don't remember. Damn, see, I don't remember the end of the video. I watched the video a couple of times, but I mean, I play the song all the fucking yeah, time. Yeah, of course, of course. But me bringing that up is to say, like, um, I knew that this was coming; that they would be the headliners. I did not know this would be a group thing, though. They are officially going by the hillbillies. Yeah, they're like Silk Sonic now. <laughs> the hillbillies, Kendrick Lamar. I fuck with it. I'm just saying, I didn't know that's what we were to expect. Which clears up the discussion, Corey. What's coming? What they're, music they're is dro- coming? They're dropping oh, the- a, a joint album. <laughs> it's coming. Why else would they start going by a name? Mm-hmm. The same reason why would Anderson Pack and Bruno Mars start going by Silk Sonic? Silk Sonic. Uh, I also heard. Heard that Silk Sonic too on the way? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It better not be. I know that much. Yeah, man. It better not fucking Yeah, man. Be. I didn't hear, buddy. Uh, all, right. all right. Word on road. Okay. Um, But let's keep talking Kendrick and Baby Keem. I like that. Yeah, bro. I mean, it makes sense. The type of crowds that attend this festival fits the new age of PG Lang sound. You know, so it makes sense for them to join forces with Tyler, the creator, and go crazy. I'm expecting them to really rock oh, the show meant, out. Oh, I meant just them being a group. I like oh, that. Oh, my bad, my bad. But yeah, I, I do too. But still, just going back to the whole lineup and, uh, and festival, it all just makes sense to me. The other thing, as them being a group, if Kendrick Lamar and Baby King were to drop an album before Baby King's next solo project, that might put Baby Keem in one of the greatest positions he's ever been in. Standing next to Kendrick Lamar on an album is already going to make him look 10 times greater than he already is. It's essentially what Drake is doing with 21 Savage. And it's about, to, yes, and it's beefing him up. Yeah. Wait, wait a minute, Corey. You might be on to something. It's literally the exact same thing. <laughs> is it not? It is. Drake's a thief. <laughs> Drake, a good thief. A, a good great thief. one. A great one. He dresses up and make it so pretty for you every single time. Kari, why you be connecting? Kari, you part your ass off, man. Hey, I'm in my bag today. I told you I was feeling good. Kendrick Lamar and Baby Keem. Drake probably saw, he saw this before. He knew what the fuck was coming. The moment, <laughs> the moment Drake... I mean, the moment Kendrick backed out of TDE, (laughs) 
21, get your ass over. We got now to make it a tour to go on. Come do something for me. <laughs> yes, sir. 21, can you do something for me? Come do something for me. <laughs> I need you. Yes, sir. I need you, my boy. Can you talk to the ops next for me? Please, bro. Please. He was do almost banging thing. that nigga, bro. Do your thing, 21. Hey, I trust you. Do your thing. Do your thing, man. But yeah, I think if we just want to compare the greats, Drake, Kendrick, you want to compare the successor, 21 Savage, Baby Keem. I think it's similar, you know, as far as like what's happening right in front of us. If they really go all out with this group, release a joint project, and then allow Baby Keem to have his own pocket for his next solo album, it's going to put him to astronomical levels, bro. I can't remember if I've ever asked you this question, and I just I'm only asking this because I started to think about is Drake the problem or other niggas the problem. Um, <clears throat> I've never asked you before. Maybe I have, and I can't remember. You think we never got that J Cole Kendrick album because there's some there's some part of Kendrick Lamar that does not fuck with J Cole for continuing to fuck with Drake. Mm, maybe I never thought about that. Till now. But uh, I don't know. Because them niggas beefed. Like, Drake and, uh, and Kendrick are the ones that, like, they, they've been beefed forever. Yeah, yeah. Nah, I'm going to just say, nah, I don't think that really had too much effect on it. I think, like, we've always talked about, it really just. Oh, there he goes. It really Timing just, and schedules. Yeah, just, Shut just up. never was a good time for them niggas to drop music together. But never. you got to think, they have done songs after that. So that's why I'm saying like I don't think the beef is that crazy because if Kendrick don't fuck with you, he don't fuck with you. I'm not jumping on nothing with you. No, you're right. He's actually done music with Cole since He was that. on that track. Think about the fact that Kendrick Lamar and J. Cole were on a track together and the baby rap better than both of them. <laughs> <laughs> that happened. Well, first off, Kendrick didn't oh, rap. Oh, there he goes. I woke up this <laughs> morning. Kendrick didn't rap. Little bitch. Right. Too many ops in here. Tell me who you with. Did that rhyme? It did. He rapped. Whatever, man. <laughs> Get mad at me because because the baby was better, man. Whatever. But anyways, back to the list. We just finished talking about Kendrick Lamar and Baby King, also known as the Hillbillies. You mentioned some other artists on this list that you're excited that they're getting recognition. I know Sid is one of your favorites. Dominic Fike is one of your favorites. For sure. How do you feel about this list overall? You said a lot of people were talking about it, but you said you like it. I saw. I like it because these are some of my favorite artists. The reason why a lot of people don't like it is because you can remember Camp Flognaw being of the essence of our future. This is not of the essence of our future at all outside of Earl Sweatshirt and Tyler, the creator. And on top of that, Kari, you know what they want. They want Frank Ocean to headline the show. And I don't know what happened, y'all, to be completely honest. And we're going to need a movie. This is another another uh, group that, just like TLC, just like the Jacksons, just like we're going to need a TV biopic one day. Of our of our future, because there were so many stars from this group, and just this past weekend, um, Earl Sweatshirt and, and Tyler, Tyler the Creator yeah. performed on stage for the first time in years. Mm -hmm. I haven't seen 
Tyler the Creator and Frank Ocean stand next to each other in years. I'm not saying that there's some sort of quarrel or beef going on, but we talk about niggas that were as close as us, and you just don't see it anymore. Why can't Tyler the Creator get Frank to headline Camp Flognaw? It raises questions. It raises eyebrows. Like, what's really the issue here? Because in 2012 or 13, he would have batted an eye at being at that show and headlining. Right. We wouldn't even be talking about this. Why? I don't know. I'm not even going to try to answer that question. I know Frank does his own thing, drops when he wants, but it seems like it could be more to it than just Frank not wanting to be outside or just even put out music because this has been ongoing. This is 2023. When did Drake get booed? That was like 2018 or 2019 or 20, I believe 2019. I think it's been four or five years now of us not seeing Frank. Frank, is he going to headline? Like you said, not seeing pictures. First time that Earl and Tyler have been on stage in years. What's really going on here? Oh. Right, that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm not asking. You ever for an seen answer. that camp stand next to each other? I'm not talking talk because we don't know if they've talked on the phone. But you haven't seen a picture of niggas you couldn't stop seeing pictures of every fucking day for years. They were in your face and and cocky and obnoxious about it. They came like they ran deep, like any gang of of teenage fucking boys. And it's almost like it just disintegrated. They all split off like the fucking Beatles and became their own huge stars. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what it was. But you knew what the fuck happened with the Beatles. They fucking hated each other. True. And maybe like you said, one day this real story, the truth will come out. Black Beatles, our future. That's crazy. <laughs> no, them niggas, them niggas is really lit like that. Yeah, for real. That's fire. Not, not fire that they broke up, but... Just to see these niggas turn come up. a yeah. fucking list. Just come up. I know we've talked about it before, but no. We talked like, about it like a couple pods ago. But honestly, when you are in the moment and you're living through it and watching it happen right before your eyes, you, you become attached to it. Yes. It's emotional to watch. <laughs> right. Exactly. So so much so that we're sitting there like, why the fuck won't they talk? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. That's how I feel about the joint album. Going back to Cole and Kendrick, though. Like. What Why can't we get that? Why did we never get that? It's more in the schedule, Corey. Gotta be. Maybe so. Maybe so. Maybe maybe nobody, maybe neither of them, and they maybe they spoke about it, wanted to face the, this nigga no, carried this better? nigga on the who's album. Better? Who's better? That's fair. If that album would have came out, we'd have, we would have, and we still do. We just don't do it like Pac and Big. Mm-hmm. Kendrick and Cole are the most pitted against each other artists of the last decade. And that album probably would have only made it worse. True. So it's probably good. <laughs> but I don't think any of I don't think either of those artists were scared of that. Kendrick or Cole don't strike me as the type of nigga that was scared of niggas saying Kendrick was better than him or Cole was better than him. Fuck them. It's beef till I find out it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We starting a narrative. <laughs> Peace, nigga. Heard it here first. Hell yeah, I heard I heard Cole and him tried to shoot that nigga Kendrick tour bus up. Yeah, you don't remember that shit Reason said? <laughs> oh, 
They might let a Glock squeeze up. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Kendra didn't like that shit. (laughs) Kendra didn't like all the fucking artists that nigga was trying to have him come over and do tracks on that. uh, It's too many golden tickets started coming over to that TDE uh, mailbox. This shit was supposed to be exclusive. Kendra got one. And then when he saw some of his other, wait a minute, he was looking <laughs> over. Is it reason? Schoolboy, you got a ticket? <laughs> Fuck you, get a ticket for it, nigga. He said, Nah, I ain't coming. Yeah, nah. I'm just sending this shit through though, through the email. And if you think you're getting an album, you can fucking forget it, nigga. Yeah, man. Is that what we're running with? Yeah, it's B from here on out. Yeah, Kendra don't fuck with none of these niggas. Whatever, including Drake. <laughs> nah, we know that. We know that. <clears throat> Uh, where we at with it though? We oh, we still yeah, we still on the list. We're still in the list. We still in the list. Any more artists that you wanted to point out though that you're excited for or just you know looking forward to seeing their performances? Yachty is on here. I think Yachty's gonna kill. The is this stage, gonna be streamed bro. live? I don't know if it's streamed live. I mean, because I, then I'm not going to see it. But right, right, right. Um, looking forward to Yachty if this is gonna be streamed live. SZA, Earl Sweatshirt. Now, Yachty's performances, though, bro, recently, like, Yachty could fucking break that stage. Absolutely. Yachty is becoming one of the best live <laughs> best performers, performers out. Yeah, for real. People, Dominic Fike has started to get a lot of steam, but on that same tick, I've, I've put him on this pod a lot. Um, we don't talk that much about Rex Orange County. Rex Orange County is a fucking beast. Um, I heard him for the first time on Flower Boy, and that's why he's on this list because he's so fucking close with Travis. Travis blew Rex Orange County into a star. Um, and I can't stop listening to Rex Orange County since I heard him. Boredom is my favorite song, Travis Scott and Rex Orange County. This nigga's the truth, like the fucking truth, the same way Dominic Fike is. I'm so glad both of these niggas are on this list. One I want to point out, I mentioned him recently as well. Tizo Touchdown. You sent a video this weekend of Tizo Touchdown. I keep telling you. I thought he was just a rapper. He was doing some melodic shit in that video, and his voice sounds good. Bro, he's a rock star. So his album, he's coming out with an album next month as well, I think on the 8th. But um, Tizo Touchdown, once again, another person who has been in the game for a while. Don't get me wrong. He's not brand new, but he's at the point now where he's reached levels where everybody in the industry respects him. He's next up. They're mentioning his name. They're posting his shit. He was with Drake at at the concert. Everybody's in his comments um, on Instagram. Like, this nigga is really next. You remember in WWE, like, the niggas that were fighting for the championship those were the championship contenders, but then you had that number one contender on the side that was waiting for his shit. That's mm-hmm. Tizo. Yep, yep. Yeah, he's the number one contender right now. Yeah, bro. His shit gonna be fire. Like, <clears throat> like you said, he not really a rapper. He really a, he, he a rock star. He make like alternative music, but like the nigga just gifted. You know what I mean? So I'm looking forward to his album coming out, but also seeing, you know, what comes from his performance as well. Uh, Callie Uchis, man, she's getting a lot of love. Her album that came out this year, I think it was called Moonlight, slept on. I don't know if y'all didn't hear that shit. Honestly, I'm not talking about her. One of the most lyrical songs that's come out this year, and I'm so glad this artist is here, She and Hamoud, Ice Spice. <laughs> Bro, shut up. Like, damn, She and Hamoud. <laughs> I, like I felt that shit. Like, you know when... Shut up, bro. Like, maybe you had just came in or, like, you was hitting your girl up Maybe thinking that y'all were y'all were gonna go out to eat. <laughs> All of a sudden, damn, she in her mood. Damn, she in one of the moves. Yeah, like 
Not tonight. <laughs> not tonight. Shit, get something from the freezer. Yeah. <laughs> like, damn, she in her mood. She in her mood. Like. There y'all. Yeah. See? Yeah. And the thing is, Kari didn't just say like. He said like with a question mark. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Yep. Mark. You know what I'm saying? Stupid. Um, stupid. Dumbass. But no. <laughs> Callie, which is let me correct myself. Her album is called Red Moon and Venus. There's a song on the project called Moonlight. So my apologies. That came out in March of this year. But um, again, man, I like this list. I know people want to see Frank, maybe want to see more Odd Future, or maybe just want to see more A-list artists. I get it. I understand. I like this lineup, though. I think it's going to be a great time. Me too. I'm the same way. Fire, fire. Um, Let's move on. Let's do it. Let's talk. What's already going on in the tour space, uh, festival space? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Drake and 21's It's All a Blur tour has been reaching absolutely fucking insane numbers, Kari. I believe so far, um, and we can, uh, once I find this, we can get into the nitty gritty of it. Okay. Their tour's already made like $47 million or something. Yeah, uh, let me pull it up. I think I got the exact numbers. Forty. One almost forty-two million that they've made so far in revenue. One hundred forty-five thousand thirty-five tickets sold. Wait, before you go into that part, Corey, forty-one million dollars revenue. They're nine dates in. Yeah, yeah, easy. We only nine out of fifty-five shows, man. I think it's gonna have the greatest album selling of all time. This isn't Great, on here, store. which I just wanted to to mention. Okay, it's it's actually in the caption. Were you gonna get to that? Yeah, yeah I okay, get to go it. Ahead, go I ahead, get go to ahead. it. So. Uh, like you said, the revenue forty one million tickets sold one forty five thirty five. Average price for tickets is two hundred eighty four dollars and four cents. So far, they're averaging four point six million dollars a show. They have just under forty something shows to go. They have a fifty five tour date stop. And have already made $41 million. All right, so let me do some math. Just do 4.6 times 55. Times 55, you already know, 253. What did Beyonce's just cap out at? Was it higher than that? I think I so. I think it was higher than that. Yeah, I do believe so. Nevertheless, I see what all of these artists are starting to do to make up for some of these numbers that have been lacking. And um, a been, whole year of not touring. Absolutely. They didn't up the price of these fucking Ticketmaster tours, uh, tour tickets. And um, they've been making a buck off y'all's ass. Mm-hmm. These are some of the highest tour dates, like tour date sales I've ever heard of in the last year. Bad Bunnies, Beyonce's, Taylor Swift's, and Drake in 21. They've been... Collectively, they've already made over well over $2 billion in the last 12 months from touring. Well over. What the fuck, Corey? I don't know. I got Beyonce's numbers. Just want to let you know that Drake is not even close. He's not touching Beyonce. What was that? She made $154 million just on the European leg. <laughs> <laughs> God damn. You're not touching Beyonce, bro. She's going to make like another almost $300 million, I think, just from U.S. So, yeah, going stupid. And but the thing about that, she's not touching Taylor Swift. Oh, I know. Or Bad Bunny. 
astronomical numbers. Yep, yep, numbers yep. that you don't even think fit on fucking paper. You definitely don't think it fits in a motherfucking checking statement in your <laughs> bank account. If this nigga knew this was the type of money music was playing with, 21 wouldn't even drop the song on bank account. Bro, back to the conversation, though. Kendrick Lamar, Baby Keem, Drake, 21 Savage. This shit is taking 21 Savage to crazy levels. I know he's going to drop an album, mm-hmm. but he could really skate this whole tour and not put out no music for the rest of this year. Absolutely. And, and we wouldn't even care. Wouldn't give a fuck. We wouldn't care. They're occupied until the year's over. <sighs> Drake doesn't even have to drop. He don't. You are absolutely right about what you said about Drake's stardom, Kari. Whatever the fuck Drake has been doing on tour, Kari... The nigga's different. The nigga's star powers. We didn't realize he was about to go back into a strong music bag like this. We've just been looking at Drake be big ass, win money on stake Drake. He's gone back into full rapper mode. He all in, bro. He is dialed in. That nigga (laughs) is back. Drake is back tenfold. I'm starting to realize we don't even know how big Drake could be. Drake could be as big as he wants to be. Whenever Drake decides, I want to push the button and be the greatest artist of all time, he can do it. And the thing is, let me get the business and behind the scenes and the shit that y'all don't think is real. Drake has padded so many backs, scratched so many backs, kissed so many asses in this game and done whatever he's been asked to do. I'm not calling him a teacher's pet, but think about the kid in school that you grew up with, K through 12, that was... He was liked by everybody, but he still did everything he was asked by the teachers. Everybody knew a kid like that. It was fucking Kari growing up. Oh, God. Kari did everything he was supposed to do, and he was still still the cool kid in school. This is what we're looking at. He's done everything he's supposed to do, so the higher-ups... They're willing to push any button. They're willing to go all out for Drake whenever he asks because he's done everything they've asked of him. Mm-hmm. Kanye can't get that because he don't ever fucking abide by the rules. <laughs> or he don't he don't shut up. Yeah. Drake don't talk. Drake doesn't talk. Same thing that Jay Z has done everything they've asked him to do. Right. And now he's sitting in a king's position. Drake is is headed towards that exact same realm. He's done everything they've asked him to do, and he keeps doing everything that he's been asked. So why would we not? Go all over the top every time you have a release. We're going to show out for you every fucking time. Yep. He can be as big as he wants to be in this game. Fucking teacher's pet. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt about it, man. Some more facts and numbers, though, about the tour. So Drake has also earned the highest grossing box score report by a rapper in history. <laughs> 18.02 million from 64,747 tickets sold at Barclays Center in New York as a part of the um, All It's a Blur All It's a Blur tour, and that was four shows. I know that was a, a lot of numbers. So niggas that are not good in math like me, <laughs> there is there has never been another artist or another rapper in history that's been able to make 18 million dollars. By selling just 64,000 tickets. 64,000 tickets usually does not make you $18 million. It makes Drake $18 million, though. Bro, he getting $5 million a show. That's nuts. 
Well, he getting about two, three. I know he ain't touching all that. He's but, splitting but, with, but with they're, 21. They're grossing five mil a show. You think about like, and, and that just. Nah, bro. Think about the days <laughs> back when we used to, we were amazed by Migos when they said they got 80,000 a show. And they were splitting that by the three. We were amazed when Baby said, I get 200 a show. Mm-hmm. We were fucking amazed. Five million dollars <laughs> a show. You would think it's goddamn Whitney Houston. Or fucking Mike. Mike! Yeah, for real. And they wouldn't even touch. I know it's different times, but they they couldn't even touch 64,000 in gross, whatever it would have been maybe, at that time. Yeah, maybe in their 1980-something <laughs> version in yeah. 2023 it might equate, but no, it, it ain't the fucking same. Yeah, it ain't going to be close. It's fucking cr- By the end of this tour, Drake's a billionaire? Yeah, man. He already a billionaire. I know. I know. Drake. Why the fuck don't they, like, they ever... Does he just not report to Forbes? I mean, there's just a lot of things that come with that, you know. Maybe they're not all assets. Maybe they're not all it's liquid. Not, Maybe yeah, they're not all sure. this. He's probably worth a billion, but don't really net, have... A net a billion. billion. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know how it go. There's certain niggas like, like Jay, he netting a billion. Yeah. But also, that, that, that shit changed your social... Status, so it's, it's it's a lot that come with that. A lot of times, you may not even want to be recognized as a billionaire because it's a lot that come with that. There is a lot that comes with that. I don't, I don't know if I want to be a billionaire. Yeah, there's a lot. Um, it's a lot that come with they, making they, your first M. No, nah, yeah, but you can make your first M and still live comfortably and quietly. Yeah, you make your. That's why I say you make that billion. Everybody, I mean, it's Drake. You make but, that billion. The wrong motherfuckers are going to knock on your door. Right. Everybody knows you. Yeah. And even if they don't, the government does. You can't avoid everything with a billion. Like, I don't know if I want a billion. There might be some meetings you have to attend. <laughs> exactly. Right. That I don't want to attend that them billionaires be in. Yeah, man. You got to uh, help with the cash flow. Um, Like, for real. There was like a, there was a new bill. Like, have you ever heard of Billionaire's Island? Kari. I didn't even know this fucking place existed until like not Elon Musk, but what's the nigga from from um Amazon? Bezos. Bezos. He just bought like a forty-six million dollar mansion on this Miami bunker called Billionaire Bunker. I didn't even know this fucking place existed because it's only for niggas like that. Yeah. They just be pulling this shit out the woodworks. It's a whole fucking island, Corey. In Miami? Yes. Wow. He just, and here it is right here. This was from August 11th, a couple, like last week. Jeff Bezos nabbed a $68 million estate on this bunker. Mm. It's called Billionaire Bunker. That shit clean, I ain't gonna lie. I know, but it's some certain, but, it's but certain it's- shit you don't even you're not even rich enough to Facts. fucking know about things you don't even know you don't know because it ain't nowhere like we don't our resources don't lead us to like, <laughs> I'm just being real yeah 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 <laughs> I'm just keeping it a buck we like, don't have a goddamn realtor in the world that would right. ever advertise this to us exactly <laughs> like, that's my point <laughs> them niggas probably the, the realtors we fuck with probably don't even yeah. know that shit exists yeah, yeah right because right, we right. not there exactly I don't want billionaire bunker money I just need a couple of M's. I'm straight. I don't get yeah, yeah. <laughs> it. I'm straight. I I, max me out at 100 M's. Yeah, I swear. I'm I don't need it. more than that. 
Because <laughs> we talking to the wrong niggas at this point. Yeah, I'm good. I still need to buy a scratch off. No, nah, I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm, I don't buy scratch offs, but I want to I wanna still be, I want to be rich, but nobody would bat an eye at me if I did go get a scratch off. Like, oh, man, he still got a little hood in him. Yeah, you know. Billionaire Bunker don't scream hood no more. Take you out the hood, but can't take the hood out you. You got you got to take the hood out you too to go over there. Yeah. <laughs> got to change your name. Absolutely, for sure, <laughs> for sure. And I probably would. <clears throat> speaking of rich niggas, speaking of billions of dollars, we ready to move on, Corey? Let's do it. Uh nope, we're not. You saw Drake's crazy ass hairstyle. The ponytails, whatever. The is it ponytails? The two ponytails on the side. Y'all seen? It. He had barrettes. Oh yeah. That's the wild part. The hair is cool. There's other artists that wear their hair. Smino. Like that. Only Smino though. Right, but still, even in, I'm sure like I wasn't tripping on that. It's the damn beads and barrettes and the nail polish. Drake, why do you have why do you have barrettes in with nail polish on? I'm like, bro, what's going on, Drake? Like why like don't get me wrong. Let me make myself clear. You do what you want to do. Right. I'm not against anybody. Any identity, whatever you classify as, do your thing. Hell no, I'm not against anybody. Drake looks sassy as hell, though. But Drake does things that comes along with propagandas, and Drake knows the influence that he can have on millions of people off that's a why single he, picture. That's why he does. So that's my thing. Like now we're going to see little boys wanting nail polish because Drake had nail polish. He's pushing, he's pushing agendas. Because he has so much money in his bank account that he has to, Corey. We just got to be careful, bro. He's at those meetings I just talked about I, I didn't want to be at. I know. And it's cool. I'm not like, I know it's still going to come down to what's in the household. But these days with social media and all of the resources that our children have, this shit, like we just got to move carefully with things like this. Do what you want. Wear what you want. Look how you want. But like, just take that shit into account. Because a lot of niggas don't see what's going on, especially the kids. The kids don't see the motion in the way Lil Uzi got y'all rocking when you dance. They're not realizing the type of, of shit when Lil, Lil Yachty and Drake are advertising the snail paint to you. They're not realizing it when he got pink barrettes in his hair until all of those things are happening simultaneously. Until they they baby come up to them asking for it. Oh well, until they're already all inside of all of those things, <laughs> dancing like that at the exact same time. I'm like, oh shit, what the fuck have I done? You lost what have I, what have I done to Daryl? You lost that little baby. <laughs> what did I do to little Daryl? Little baby gone. Little Daryl. <laughs> like y'all really be seeing how little Uzi got y'all rocking? Why are you moving your y'all niggas? Why damn, are y'all moving y'all hips like that? Why are you moving? Yo, hips like that, my boy. Nigga, when we was coming up, only person I want to see hips like that move was Shakira. I swear to God, I was going to say Shakira. <laughs> and Drake fucking hurt too. He's for fuck. <laughs> but like, bro, nah, I don't, that's what I mean. Like, it's just going to be different, you know, as the generations move on, as we start to get it's later. It's belly dancers. And I hear <laughs> bringing kids into this world, bro. It's just, it's going to be weird. You, you have to I mean? be very intentional yes, about bro. what you do. And about what you do with your children. Facts, facts. Same same stance we, we said before. Hey, you do what you want to do. And I'm still going to hold the same conversation as I would have held with you if you were in a suit and tie or if you were in a dress. Facts. But um, just take heed of everything that's, that's going on around you and facts. make decisions and be very intentional about them. <clears throat> Especially when it regards your children. Hey, man. You pardon, boy. 
Hey, do your thing. Got to be serious these days. I, I'm in a school realm. Do your thing. I'm, I, I I'm watching. You see it. I'm watching the children change. It. I know. You yeah, see yeah, it. Yeah. I know. And it, when you see it for yourself, it hit different. Trump 2024. <laughs> 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 shit, shit, goddamn. <laughs> already, already. <laughs> nah, he's getting indicted. Already. Um, all right, you ready to move on now, though? Let's move on to that billionaire conversation. We were in the billionaire conversation, so it's time to talk. We thought we were right. We thought we were going to see a new day, Corey. Yeah. Paramount, uh, Paramount Pictures has struck down all offers regarding the sale of BET due to low offers. They wanted at least $3 billion. They weren't getting anything higher than 2 That even means Tyler Perry. Yeah. So that, that rules out everybody. Yeah, the fifty cent um talk that's done, the uh, Tyler Perry talk that's done, some yeah. of the, the great film makers of this era that we knew they were African American, all of that's off the table. BET will stay with Paramount. I think this is for the good or for the worse. Do I think it's for the best? No. Do I think it's gonna be all right? Yeah, I think we're going to be all right because we wanted Tyler Perry to take over. Tyler Perry still has a very, very, very large part in a lot that takes place over at BET and especially with BET+. Plus. So we're not going to be missing Tyler Perry's presence over at BET. Of course. Is it going to be as amplified as it would have been? Absolutely not. Right. Um, and would we have loved to see Tyler Perry completely take over the network and see what this was like five to ten years down the line with his genius behind it, absolutely. We're not yeah. going to get to, though. Um, but I think we're, we'll, we'll be in good shape. Yeah, we'll be okay. Like you said, we still have the outlets. And we still have a black voice inside. They know we, right. they can't do it without us. Mm -hmm. Financially, they can, but you'll lose your audience if there's no black in this. Right. So back to uh, what I was saying, like just the outlets, Tyler Perry, the numerous people that I'm sure this, this network works with, they're always going to be able to produce shows on the channel. Like, Absolutely. They're not going to go under at any point in time. What you were saying and what I agree with, yes, it would have been ni nice to have black leadership for the next five to 10 years. New scripted I mean? content on primetime television at seven, eight at night that <laughs> right. the people would have been back into, the whole community would have been back watching. We yep. need a being Mary Jane again. That nice. We need a the game, the game yep. that every week the community's talking about the same one show. Empire. That's not going off after 10 episodes that's released all at once. Mm -hmm. Empire, something. We need- We need that. Tyler Perry would have given that to us. Exactly. He has sisters over there, and the, and the girls do that with sisters. Yeah. But we need a show that's a staple in the community for all of us. Um, and maybe we'll get it, because he's still, he's still working over there. It's possible. Yeah. Yeah, it's possible. <clears throat> But, but yeah, it's unfortunate, but we, we move, you know, we just move on. We'd be all right. Tyler Perry needs his own network, to be completely honest. It's yeah. just like the, the Oprah Winfrey network. I was about to say. And he's got the money in the pool to do it. I was about it. to say, he's worth more than enough. Absolutely. I think that'll happen. Revolt has a network. You he got, can get a network. Yeah, he got his own fucking studios, bro. His studios is crazy. I haven't, have you visited? I haven't. Um, Me neither, I need to. When it first opened, I inquired about it, but they weren't open for commercial touring. I remember you saw tours online, but that was select people that I believe Tyler Perry had allowed onto okay. the property. Okay. Now I think they have real studio tours 
I would love to go to Georgia and tour that that studio. And it's crazy the time that I've been that ain't even been on my itinerary. Next time I go to Georgia, you got to make I'm it that. that on my itinerary. I went to Universal Studios um, back in 2019, and I viewed the everything there, um, the the sets. I saw where they did Smallville. I saw where they did like the Gilmore Girls. This all, and it's crazy to see these fake ass streets, the fake this, the fake that. Um, it's all behind a wall that's really like belongs to a network. Mm-hmm. I'd love to see Tyler Perry. That nigga has a White House. He has a fucking White House recreation in there. And I heard that it it, it largely resembles inside the actual White House. Wow. Oval office and everything. Yeah. Um, so after seeing some of the real ones, yeah, I'd love to see that set. Yeah. Facts, facts. <clears throat> uh, are we ready to move on? Yes, sir. I think this might be the last piece of news that we have for the pod. Uh, but also the most interesting. Just last week, the California Appeals Court has moved uh, or ruled to reopen Michael Jackson's sexual abuse lawsuit from 2004 or five or something like that. Mm-hmm. The one that we talked about a few weeks ago, right? The one we talk about all the time. Yeah, but we brought it up as far as like we didn't think that th- we would get to this point of them actually like retrying this case, right? Yes. Guys, I come in and I, I have my, my goofy, dark comedy jokes about how Michael sucked them boys' dicks. <laughs> and did Michael suck them boys' dicks? Probably. <laughs> no remorse. The fact that Michael went to fucking court back in 04, he didn't pay them. He didn't settle out of court. Now, he did in the 90s. But this case that they're talking about that was just reopened, he was found not guilty. Y'all are retrying a dead man. I let that pause so the fucking feeling could sink in like a cinematic feeling. You're retrying a dead man. There are motherfuckers alive that can't that, that can't get jail time for niggas that are dead now. Emmett Till can't get a motherfucking ruling. You're trying a dead nigga. This is sick. <laughs> Leave this man the fuck alone. Now the jokes, we can we can have jokes till the end of time about Michael Jackson. Leave this dead nigga alone. What are you gonna <laughs> drag his body up out of the fucking ground and put it in jail? What are you gonna get out of this? Money from the Jackson estate? Is that what you want? More money? Restitution. Get the fuck out of here. You got your dick sucked. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> and you want money? <laughs> you greedy motherfuckers. You got head. <laughs> and you got head from the king of pop. One of them little niggas said he got the head was so good he couldn't even pee after it. <laughs> he sucked you up, nigga. That's how you repay Michael Jackson. Oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> Nigga, Michael Jackson's an eater. <laughs> Bro, that's nasty. <laughs> oh. Leave him alone. <laughs> let that man rest in peace. Jesus Christ. Um, he sucked y'all's dicks and let y'all rest. <laughs> <laughs> Put you little niggas right to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> he put them little niggas to bed. 
Yeah, I slept in Michael's bed. You sure fucking did. <laughs> I don't know how the fuck you got there. Uh, I, I can't follow that, bro. <laughs> I don't have nothing to follow that. It's like following Bernie Mac. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, this is sick. They're opening this case. Joke or not. Joke or not. Let it go. I'm with you. I don't mean it like tell these boys to let their hurt and Facts. their trauma go. Facts. Fuck that. You feel that forever. Yeah. Um, I just don't see... I don't know what's the outcome. Like you said, is it money? Is it to, to know... I mean, because like, how can you know the truth? Is it to make? It's not going to make us stop listening to Michael. You know what I'm saying, like, are you trying to tarnish his image? Like, what's the end goal here? And then I could, you know, maybe sympathize with you a little bit more. But with you, I'm not taking away from what happened. I just don't know what's the win here. We could find out full disclosed details of rape and. Why would, why he's no he's no goddamn R. Kelly. Right. We're not gonna stop listening. Why we can't go get the rapists out here now, though? Let's be for real. This is Oprah's Worried fault. About you fucking, know this, right? Huh? This is Oprah's fault. <laughs> Worried about fucking. This is face. Oprah's fault for giving them that goddamn documentary, re know. reopening that fucking wound. If nobody, if if they wouldn't have got that documentary, it wouldn't have blown to the proportions of R. Kelly's tape. I mean, of R. Kelly's documentary, because that's the only reason they got one was because Surviving R. Kelly came out, and then they got a Surviving Michael Jackson, Oprah. But we ain't getting no Surviving Epstein. You didn't get no fucking Surviving uh, Kevin Spacey or Harvey Weinstein, who's your goddamn friend. Hey, fuck Oprah. I'm not going to stop saying it. And <laughs> no, I can't no, wait till no. my voice is amplified, nigga. I can't wait till we ain't Fuck Oprah. My mama going to hate me because she's going to be trying to get so close to Oprah. Fuck Oprah yeah. and fuck Gail with that big old fat ass of hers. <laughs> Sorry. Shout out Stedman, though. That's a real nigga. Stedman a real nigga. Man, I ain't. Stedman. I'm jealous. No, no. I would do the exact same shit. You, we ain't got to get married. And I know you probably hate me for talking about your girl like that. But Stedman, yeah, yeah, no, nah, he 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 rich. He, Bro, he Stedman ain't worked a day in his life. <laughs> Stedman did everything he needed to do. At least in the last thirty years, Stedman had to do a bitch ass thing. Man, I love Stedman. I want his life. Me too, bro. Big ups for him, bro. Real talk. Mooch. Nigga's <laughs> <laughs> a fucking moocher. Shit, fuck it. Oh man, but do you have anything else on Michael Jackson? No, sir, man. That's it. All right, man. I think that pretty much does it for me as well. Let's go ahead and get out of here. It's episode 263 of the Rising Ground Podcast. Your boy, Roderick. I'm Jakari, man. We out of here. All right, let's go. I said, I'd rather be famous instead. I let all that get to my head. I don't care, I paint the town red. Bitch, I said what I said. I'd rather be famous instead. I let all that get to my head. I don't care, I paint the town red. Mm, she the devil, she bad little bitch, she a rebel. She be She a rebel, she put a fool
of your misery I put good dick all in my kidneys This smart gel don't come with no jealousy My illness don't come with no remedy I am so much fun without Hennessy They just want my love and my energy You can't talk no shit without penalties Bitch, I'm in your shit if you suffer me I'm going to glow up one more time, trust me I have magical foresight You gon' see me sleeping in courtside You gon' see me eating ten more times, ugh You can't take that bitch nowhere, ugh I look better with no hair, ugh Ain't no sign I can't smoke hair, ugh yeah. Give me the chance and I'll yeah. go there Bitch, I said what I said I'd rather be famous instead to my head. Maybe I don't need a hug Maybe I'm just fucked up Maybe it's the love, the drugs, the weed, the pussy Maybe it's all the above Maybe I don't need a hug Maybe I'm just fucked up I wanna have more patience, but you're so territorial I can't even kick it cause you're watching my story though I got what you seen and I got something you don't need to know I done gave more dick than a little I know I'm the reason that you freaking out You wish you could be the reason that I settled down You done gave me all I wanted but I still got reasons I should fuck around I should fuck around Maybe it's the love, the drugs, the weed, the pussy Maybe it's all the above Maybe I don't need a hug Maybe I'm just fucked up Maybe it's the love, the drugs, the weed, the pussy Maybe it's all the above Maybe I don't need a hug Maybe I'm just fucked up I said a thought gonna be your thought, so I'm like, fuck these bitches. My son got a mother and I love her, so it's different.